Welcome to the Stabcast, a podcast dedicated to Star Wars Legion. Welcome, cadets and commanders, to the Stabcast, the Sunsphere Tactical Attack Brigade Star Wars Legion podcast. I am Will, called out of a Legion tourney because I, I stayed up too late playing Jedi Fallen Order Heim. With Ben, like riding a bicycle fowler, Ryan, temporarily satisfied Slawoski, and Tim, not the reason Notorious Scoundrels is bad, but definitely not helping, Hannon. <laughs> Welcome, everyone. Our interests are more, more complex Shots every time. <laughs> we made it 30 seconds in, boys and girls. <laughs> every time it's an Listen, interesting I, intro. I wrote this intro because I like to have fun and make some jokes it's because normally it could change before we do the episode but we didn't we, no one changed that one so I appreciate it I, yeah I looked I at it I enjoyed it I liked I it I didn't care enough to change it so that's fine <laughs> this week on the 122nd episode of the Stabcast we wonder why we're still here but also battle reports more Ewok news community engagements and so much more we got engaged with the community Yes, congratulations. I hope it's going to be a beautiful ceremony. Very happy for us. (laughs) Jan proposed. (laughs) Actually, I have news about Jan this episode. Yeah, we do. There there is a Jan update coming. Stay tuned. But first... Kif, alert the men. I have played three games of Legion. (gasps) My God. (laughs) I was king of my castle for seven months, and finally I broke. (laughs) You know, we've been talking about work-life balance. I have been working a lot. The hospital stay, you know, they do change you. They make you think about things. And I was like, I have got to get back out. Now you don't have balance either way, so there you go. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. He lost a toe, not his inner ear. <laughs> exactly. It's hard to balance I was like, I got to play some games. I was like, I got to play some games. So I guess Wednesday or Thursday I signed up because the, the, the event was actually full. There had been a drop, so there was only 15 players. And so I very quickly, I messaged the, the, the organizer, uh, Chris Vandegrift, the captain, and I said, like, hey, listen, add me, add me, put me in, put me in so I can make it number 16. He's like, absolutely done. And then he messaged me like three minutes later, oh, hang on, uh, somebody else was actually ahead of you that I hadn't put him in yet, and he messaged me like an hour and a half before you, so sorry. <laughs> but he's like, well, come on down, I've got, I've got prize support, you can bring a table, and, you know, you can, I was like, yeah, I'll still come even if I don't get a place, perfectly fine. And then Will was was a fine gentleman who just downloaded the uh, the original Jedi Fallen Order. And also has a cold and didn't want to get everyone in the car sick on the way down. I I do appreciate that. I appreciate that. How very 2020 of you. If I sound odd. (laughs) It's this fake cold I'm I'm using to excuse myself (laughs) from not playing (laughs) with Come on. The bar is lopping off toes. (laughs) Colds don't (laughs) cut it. True. I need to up my excuses. (laughs) Ben or just lower raised. your toes. We'll, we'll let you start talking about your list in a minute, Ben. We're not done schwacking Will. Have at it. I like a glossy finish. No carryover. Oh, God. Oh, God. Please, Ben. Ben, press onwards. So, 
Will tells me, hey, just go to your bag. What is still in there? Because I know you haven't opened it since December, which is also it's very true. True, yes. So Will had brought me some painted minis, I guess, two weeks ago, and I went and put them in my bags. I go, look, I have all this extra space. I didn't realize I had this much extra space in my bag. <laughs> it's because my last list was 13 activations requiring eight core units of B1s, yeah, and they were right. just sitting in my metal container Remember box. December when you played that monstrosity? Yeah. I still have that gift card that I won there. I should probably go spend it. You probably should. So I was like, all right, I do actually really love that list, but you know, there's new points changes. Things have come out. I was like, I really want to try something else. And so Friday night, uh, I, I hit a Brex with a Brett with a "Are you up?" text, mm-hmm. and uh, like, hey, come talk about <laughs> those some are always fun. He's always up. And then Will sure. got out of work and said, like, "Hey, what are they doing in there?" So we had a conversation there. And next thing I know, Michael Henry shows up into our little Discord, and we talked Liz for about four hours about what I could bring, what I shouldn't bring, what I might bring. I looked at some pure jank. I just want to do some Vibro Sword <laughs> BX bombs with some Rad Cannons and Grievous. Listen, you, I'm going to come back did. and splash hard. That <laughs> ben had a lot of ideas, crazy, and we worked through most of, of them ideas. and workshopped them into something he would enjoy playing rather than just enjoy looking this at. This is true. <laughs> All right, so I wanted to put Droidicus back on the table. They got I a like shiny new points cut. Seems, seems new points cut. Hell yeah. The emergency transponder has come out since mm-hmm. the last time I really looked at them, and I like what it allows you to do when you don't give them the order token, yeah. so that's nice. When I first so then read I got that to... card, I did not put a lot of stock in it, um, and it has been an absolute game changer it's for so my taunts and my speeders. It's so good. For four points, yeah. it's so it's so very good. Because I'm not likely to order the Droidicas. I'm, right. I'm not going to do I mean, just not going to happen very often. So I was like, okay. So if I'm looking for ways to give them orders, because I originally had spiders. I was going to do spiders with either the, the long-range uh, laser gun or just ions. Because, you know, I'm going to see robots. I'm going to see buses. I'm planning for that meta in my head. Sure. And I was like, all right, but I, I really want Droidicus. So I was like, well, how do I normally do this if I do bring spiders? I was like, oh, it was Kraken or it was Kalani. Now, I know why people love Kalani. I get it. You're giving tokens to those spiders, and then that way they can do their stuff to do the thing. I get it. I was always a cracking man with my spiders because I like override better than I liked to do um, the, the token pieces. I do. Because it allows you to fire that weapon a lot more often. It allows you to do those pieces. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to put crack in here. And that way, Jordicus can get the, all the aims. Because, you know, sometimes black dice don't do the thing and you don't surge to hit. Sometimes you got to reroll some black dice twice. But I was like, you know what also really works with that, with, with that override is I think BXs, the droid commander strike teams. My biggest problem with strike teams is you can't get that aim when you need the pierce. If you don't order them every time, you don't get that aim. And emergency transponders really help with that. Yeah. And with the point cost changes, deflector shields are now 10 points, which means I can have a four-man strike team, which I can also refresh if I decide I don't need the pierce or, you know, do those kind of shenanigans. And then I can just, you know, they live a lot longer. So I was like, okay, now I'm in. Uh, three Droidicas, three BX series, and Kraken. And then the rest of you just got to fill in with stuff, which is going to be four B1s. Yeah. We waffled real hard. You just I add mean, B1s we, to oh, taste, yeah. Yeah, it really is B1s to taste. It's going to be five sets of B1s, how many Jesus. heavy upgrades I'm going to get. But at 18 points, I mean, the rocket is 18 points and the yeah. E5S is 18 points. Uh, after some consultation with Michael Henry, uh, we decided there'd probably be a lot more vehicle pieces. And so it's nice to have a red and two black on top of the white dice if you're at range three. And if I need to, I can always use Kraken in order to get myself for some of these orders fall apart. And I can use Kraken's, you know, uh, three pip in order to drop those extra refreshes on units that you order. So I was like, okay, 
I'm in. I like this list. And so that's exactly what I ran. I ran four uh, BXs with rockets and one just with an HQ uplink. Put me at 797. I thought about dropping one of the emergency transponders just to put myself at 793. Because yeah. I, I like to be in that range for a bid. Because I like being blue player now. Mm-hmm. I know it seems weird if you go back 120 episodes or so. <laughs> yeah. We did a lot of you know red players dilemma because you were team I was red all red the day. Player. Yeah, all the day, and then it's like. But I think as we've gotten more missions, as my play in CIS, there's just things CIS doesn't do well unless you're stacked towards it. Hostage mm-hmm. exchange. Yep. And so <laughs> I was like, I don't want to see hostage exchange. Let's never do that again. Welcome <laughs> to playing a white safe faction. It's like yep. we care about the battle cards. <laughs> So yeah, I, uh, I was running long ray, long march, disarray, rollout, major offensive because I love those things anyway. Intercept, key positions, recover, and sabotage. Ryan and I had a good conversation about why recover. Mostly, I just don't like the other ones. This list wants to stand and shoot because you want to refresh for those rockets. I, I'm I don't just want to payload because af- you got to pick up and move. I'm just afraid of your attrition value if you get forced into it against the list that can yeah. like also halfway play recover because I do think it is the weak point of your of your battle card selection. Oh, I, I absolutely think so. And I'll be honest, I think I did veto it at one point. Yeah. In one of our games. Like, oh, I don't care for that. Thank you. Um, I, yeah, it is the one of the weaker sets. But B1s are also pretty handy at picking up a box, running it back to my lines, and then dying. But then I just pick yeah. it up and keep running with the other B1s. I think I would replace it and set or sabotage, whichever you like you hate least, um, with breakthrough. I know you don't love breakthrough, but you've got 12 activations, and three of them have scout three, and three of them are droidicas with wheel mode. Um, I think I think you yeah. can you can push somebody on breakthrough better. If I did E5s's, I would definitely like that more because uh, you know Rocket Boys like to refresh you get that extra gun. But I'm at 12 activations. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I love saying. being a high act count. Love it. We get down. This is a store championship. This is going to get me a world's invite if I can make it. We're at yeah. Epicos in Chattanooga, a store I haven't been to in almost two full years. Yeah, it's, it's and they actually. They they gave us a space because you know this is also the weekend of the Lord of the Rings magic event. Yep. Like I was surprised we had the space. I was uh, Chris too, Vandegrift, to be our organizer, was like, "I booked it first. <laughs> Fair, well done, Chris. Yeah. I was like, "Well done, Chris." And so Chris threw a fantastic little party for us. Like I said, we were yeah. we were hard capped at sixteen. We did not have any extra space. Nope, everybody showed uh, up. But good tables. Everybody good showed up. We started on time, and by on time, I mean me and Ben were late, and they started as soon I mean, as we walked in the room. Exactly. I mean, I had to go pay the man while Ryan went in to hit to cheers and shouts and you know and some a few booze. To be fair, Sounds those cheers right. and shouts were designed. They told me it was like a surprise party thing, and it was designed for you. I just walked in first <laughs> <laughs> because you're the one who made me go pay. You got in line, and I'm like, I'm going to start unpacking my shit. I did. This is true. Um. So yeah. So I end up playing the very first one. Who did I just spend four hours playing or talking about my list with? Michael, Michael Henry. Henry. Not, not the first name you want to see when you sign up for a tournament no, round one. not at all. Welcome back not, to not Legion. Exactly. <laughs> you know, I do enjoy the occasional submarine, but you can't submarine when there's only you know three rounds and 16 right. players. So I was like, I'd like to win the first one. To ro- nope, nope. We're just going to start the day with Michael Henry. All right. Let's do some deadlifts. Deadlifts. Now, a thing to note, since you, since you mentioned it, it was three rounds and 16 players. So that does mean SOS and tiebreaker rules are gonna come yes. into play here. Yep, you'd have two uh, so, undefeated. So, so, dear listeners, keep that in mind as we as we sp- spend the narrative of the show. Spend the narrative of the show. So you know, uh, Atlanta's Michael Henry talked up a great game about bringing some dark troopers and wrecking yep. some faces like for the past week. But then he told me secretly last night that's not at all what he's bringing. So it does feel like he may have helped me list Taylor towards armor and then didn't want to actually it. use yeah, it. I see, I see. I see what you're but, doing, Michael Henry. I see you. 
But in his defense, there was a good, healthy chance of buses or seeing some dark troopers. There was there was a, an armor. Sure, there was a healthy chance of it. And so, uh, turns out I didn't see armor to my last game, but still worthwhile. I like the rockets on B ones yeah, anyway. I like the good. extra dice it affords. It is. I mean, it's always nice. That's the thing with a lot of rocket launchers is a lot of those long range die pools are actually really good. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, yeah, they're still they really they're are. still pretty good. Yeah, for, they're they're good weapons and they have impact. Uh, right, right. Like it's not like you're bringing it only to have a rocket launcher. You still have a yeah. pretty decent die pool at range four, mm-hmm. no matter your faction. Like it's pretty universal. Yeah, yeah. yeah I yeah. think I would like like I would have split yeah. it two and two and gone two rocket two e five s's since they're the same cost. Um. If I, if I rerun this bit. list, I probably will. Yeah. I, I probably will. Ben also hates critical because um, he never rolls surges, though. Which is crazy because I agree with Will. We know, <laughs> we joke this all the time. I saw nothing but surges yeah. yesterday. Well, that's because you didn't I, have critical. Well, yeah, it's that <laughs> confirmation had, bias. You notice them <laughs> yes. when they're – when you you notice all the surges when you don't have it and then you kind oh, of absolutely, like but it's just funny. you do roll them, yeah. I had to because I couldn't refresh a rocket that particular turn, so I think I threw seven white dice. I got five surges. <laughs> I was like, "What is this?" <laughs> but anyhow, a stream uh, of curses emerged. <laughs> so Michael told us what his list was going to be on Friday night, and I really like it. Now yeah, I could never you. do it myself because I, I can't have mercenaries. Yeah, I can't. Uh, do in it my, my I, would, I like the the core idea of it though. I, I do it. Uh, so I had a Pike Syndicate capo. With Vigilance, Cassian Andor, Duck and Cover, and his gun. Ahsoka Tano with Force Push, Force Reflexes into the fray. Two Pikes, Disruptor, uh, Capo. Two Rebel Vets with the CMO. Uh, and then two Mark II Medium Blasters and an FD Laser Cannon. I really good, like that It's a good list, list. yeah. Um, obviously, I take the fish out. Um, right. But, uh, but it, it covers a lot of bases. It's a little too passive for my playstyle, I think. Um, but it is a really strong, solid, solid rebel list, and I do think Cassian. We're going to see a lot, especially with the recent points cut to Cassian. Yeah, we're going to see a lot of Ahsoka Cassian together because Cassian's two and three pip are amazing, on absolutely amazing yes. on Ahsoka. I still have to appreciate Michael for easing me back into play. Like this is the first game I played since December, mm-hmm. so he kind of reminded me about how some of the rules changes are affecting some yeah, of the way these, setups. These are your first or... set of games with the new CRB, right? Yeah. Yeah, and so the one that changed in January, yeah. I have not really seen. I mean, I watch the games, I talk about. It. I mean, I've been engaged in that way, but you know, it's not it's to put a model on the table and look model, for yeah. line of sight. Exactly. Now that all that being said, I also hated this list. <laughs> <laughs> so we're playing sabotage, major offensive, fortified, because you know, I it's my battle deck. I love it, and I like fortified. Um, and so the board had great edge cover. There's lots of cover around the edges so you can kind of hide behind. The center was a little bit more open. We had some giant bone pieces, like, you know, dead dinosaur kind of things. We had called light cover. And that FD laser cannon has a beautiful wide open center mm-hmm. corridor to just shoot everything at once at range five. I managed to place the VAPs just at the edge of range five, um, like just at the corner edge of it. So I can kind of sneak up to it and tap it without doing that. But I don't want to get shot at by anything else he puts in his you know, his range coverage there. Sure. But I've got a nice line of sight blocking wall. Most of my army's behind it. He infiltrates like you know, with, with Cassian very early. And he debates going on my center sab. And he decides, nope, let's put it on this evaporator to my far right in the north. And I'm like, okay, I'll just send a BX and a B1 squad with a rocket over there. So if Cassian pops around this corner, I'm going to shoot him in the face many times. I mean, Cassian's really good up close when you get in there. That He puts a pistol on him. He's going to run over there, tap a thing, hopefully, and run away. 
I also put a, a Droidica up at the side. I'm going to put in wheel, bo- wheel mode in turn one just to run up there just in case Cassian decides to pop out. Sure. So I've, I've basically isolated Cassian pretty hard. Make sure he's not going to do much. I decide to get froggy with the BXs and rather than tap the VAP because you know you get there real quick on turn one because you scout right next to it but don't touch it because the, the legal changes. And then I was like, ah, I could just come over here and tap it, but why? I've got a B1 unit now next to it. I will do it on my next round. And so I just take the BXs over there to go shoot Cassian. I will say, like riding a bicycle, I remembered all of my placement, all of my cohesion. I never had a place where I didn't get all the orders out that I wanted to. I mean, my bag is still, my bag is going to have, you know, some tokens in there. That's the only way you can order all the droidicas and all the snipers. But with clever play and clever placement of the cards, I could have these guys over here. I order this one B1 who spreads it this way and order this B1 who spreads it that way. And so my bag only has, you know, maybe three droidicas and two snipers or two droidicas and, and three snipers, stuff like that. And I have improvised orders on Kraken um, because, you know, it's super handy. All that works out. I contain Cassian. I try to murder him. I don't. Cassian's a punching to death and BXs, but I've isolated him so he can't really do anything. The problem comes in the middle of the table. I spent a long time trying to get shots into a Mark II that's kind of perched up on top of a building because mm-hmm. it's going to shoot down at me. Spent some time shooting a pike. And then in the middle, this pike pops up and he's going to start waylaying all my guys that I'm going for this sabotage. Like, I've got to inch forward. I've got to take care. I just can't let him sit there. I basically conceded his sabs to me. I've got to kill some things. I know we're going to come down to a kill point kind of thing. I shoot a pike squad on turn two, the same turn that he has played Swift Protector with Ahsoka. Mm. Ahsoka is behind, inside of a building, so she can't see these guys. I cannot shoot Ahsoka whatsoever. And all I can shoot is these pikes or these uh, these, these, mark, these veterans. And I'm like, okay, well, let's just, nope, every time. Because every time you shoot, if they defend, when they're defending, when they're yep. declared the defender, they get that dodge token. And I, I think I shoot them nine, ten times. <laughs> I mean, like they have suppressed. I mean, I have. I want to say I have like nine, ten suppression on them by the end of round one, and they are not dead. There are four bodies still. Part of that's okay dice on my part. Part of that's the dodges. Part of that is just the ability to you know shrug some things off. Right. When you know he he's got some heavy cover, so that'll take some part of that away because uh, you get cover from everything now. Part of that is just you know look, I can I have outmaneuvers. So let's just take away those criticals that you found. So it was rough. I, round two is really what killed me when he and I talked about it. It's just I couldn't do the damage that I needed to get done, which means they were still there in rounds three and four. And that's when Ahsoka then pops up and does does some damage there. But we end up tying for the actual game. We get there, but he does kill more things than I do. So he takes the win. Well done. But, well done, Michael Henry. He beat him into the ground. Exactly. But I mean, but also, you know, I like to, we talk about how it's always like a team game like NASCAR. I've, I've now weakened the Michael Henry for his next round's opponent. That's true. I'm trying to bring, trying to, you know, I'm, we did play the entire time, you know, and I'm a chatty guy, but we kept on a good pace because we got to round five, I think, before we did our it's, game. Listen, so even if you lose, there. it's all about wearing down your opponent for the next guy. Yeah. Exactly. It's all about the team play for the next one. Um, not that we had a strong anti-Michael Henry, uh, you know, because we do, because I love Michael. I really do. But, you know, we don't want Georgia to come up here and take our stuff. Come on. Come on. Get out of here. Get out of here. Uh, my second game, I'm paired up against South Carolina's David Jones, who now has his own podcast, Jabba's Backup Band. Sure. Go take a listen to it. I think third episode just released for them. Nice. He is playing uh, He's playing uh, Gar, which I had not seen in a while. I was like, oh, look, it's, it's like playing against Will a little bit. But he's playing exactly the thing that Will hates, which is Commander Cody. Um, we'll get to that. <laughs> <laughs> We're playing Disarray, Sabotage, Hostile Environment. 
and it is going to be a brawl because we realize we both like disarray. Like I think we passed for I think I think everything. I, we may have taken double one pass. thing away, but we're at disarray. Like it was almost pass. a double pass. I, it's a quad. It was it was so much fun. Uh, but we're like, yeah, disarray. We're going to put things because he's got barks. I've got a droidica. We'll just put them over there and menace some things. So we're basically <laughs> playing on a skirmish map. Yeah. But because of where I had placed my sabotage, because I remember my lessons, you got to make sure they get in the right spot. It forced his well outside of his disarray range, real close to where my droidic is sitting. So he's going to have to go move some units. He's got the barks out there we can slide around. And, you know, he's got a, I mean, it's the kind of classic Cody where you got a bark who's got a, a the comms unit to bounce the thing back. And he's got boil and echo and fives and all the stuff. I mean, he's got, he's got the pieces there. He's going to do some fire supporting shenanigans. It's going to get real gross. But he has to send out an arc strike unit to take care of the one evaporator. Well, because of disarray, because of a nice tower placement, I've got a sniper who can do all sorts of fun shenanigans who can see dead at him. And I've got a droidica that's like, hello, boys, hanging out on the one side. So he moves towards that direction. I murder that guy long before he ever gets to the evaporator. He puts two barks on a droidica and the bark survives for almost three full rounds. Because droidicas have a lot of staying power. Those four shields are super handy. As long as the shields hold. To give myself yeah. a yeah, yeah. It's nice to give myself my own. Like I said, if I need it, and because you get you, know, you have to move or fire first. But I was at range. I didn't have to fire. Or I didn't have to move a lot. So I was taking dodge tokens where I could, and then I definitely popped that that emergency transponders for another dodge. Lived a long time. So we ate up some bark shots, and then as the barks were coming back, I just had two snipers over there, just like pow 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 pow, taking care of the barks. On the skirmish side of the table, it was a murder row. It was just gross. Like, he got his evaporator. I got mine in there. I'm trying my best to defend. I love using the droidicus as a wall because the uh, the HQ uplink droid was just like, I'm standing back here until the droidicus finally dies. Like, now I'm GTFOing because I have nowhere to hide. Let's go to the next set of droidicus. <laughs> he just kind of ran down the line. Mm-hmm. There was a beautiful channel where you kind of see long distance there. And I could see Cody. So my first turn, I, I definitely popped the orbital strike, which I do love with Kraken, because of the sharpshooter too, honestly, and the, and the surge to crit. And so I managed to get, I think, three wounds there on Cody at the very beginning. But my snipers are not a great place, so I can't quite finish them off till later. And then Boyle, man, Boyle's guardian worked for oh. David the entire time. Oh. He like saved seven hits. I wasn't a believer. Like it was, but I mean, I'll talk about <laughs> I'll talk about my stuff later. But like, yeah, Boyle Guardian is so the way. Yeah, it's it's real good. It's it real real good. Like I kept trying, he couldn't do it, and then finally I had to move the snipers and get them to the pier so I could do the thing and finally murder him. And he and he nearly lived again. Like it was it was so great. Like I would get you know two hits there. I ran units forward just to get within range three to go shoot you know Cody again. Like it lasted way too long. In the end. I didn't have but four units left on the table, or five, uh, four units left on the table. All I had left was Kraken, two BXs, and a, a, a B1 squad. That was all that was remaining to me as he's trying to charge forward. But I held David long enough. He couldn't tap my evaporators for the, for the game win. So David's uh, dice were, were rough to start with. He and I definitely talked about what should he have done. Should he have gone for the, uh, the game win or the table? And I think if he'd been real aggressive with the table, I don't know that I would have survived it. He either would have gotten close enough to my VAP or he would have destroyed everything and I would have just died out. But things I love about Kraken, because every time I, people saw him, like, oh, you're playing Kalani. It's like, no, I'm not playing Kalani. I'm playing Kraken. Oh, I love that he has that gun with Sharpshooter 2. It's just two black dice, but Surge crit and Pierce 1. So you can put a wound or two through just for kicks and giggles if you're at range 3. Patow. The other thing he's got is charge. People forget about that. Now, you have to have the, the aim token if you want to do a lethal because he does have Pierce built into it. But it's four red dice. 
And he's pretty stout, so he's going to live if he gets tied up in a melee against everything but a Jedi. So it, it was it was it was delightful. So I, I won that game by the skin of my teeth. It was a nice tight game. So I had two really good games back to back that I won one, lost one, but I'm feeling really good about this. Until I get to round three, where I meet Drew Parker, who is a really <laughs> super nice guy. Solid painter. He's a commission guy. Yeah. Got into it because someone commissioned Legion. He's like, I want to play. I think this is fun. Convinced his wife to let him buy the stuff. Had a beautifully painted army. The problem was the army. Uh, the list is entitled Busk. It is Bosk. Two buses. Five black suns. Oh. Uh, four of them with a capo mags and frags. Yeah. One just a capo in frags. And it was, and he had 795. So he got to choose, you know, his battle deck. So he's blue player. I choose the side that I'm on. I actually like the side I'm on. And I'm in a weird spot. And I just, I'm not real sure how to play. Like, I'm not really sure what to even go looking for. Cause at one point it was going to be battle lines and um, breakthrough, which I did not want because he's got buses. Now I know I've got stuff too. But mags, if they get close enough and they, if they can, you know, swoop around me, mm-hmm. I'm going to get pincered in a real bad place. And if I put everything on one side of my map, he's just going to run to the other side. So we ended up playing hemmed in, intercept, and fortified. Because, like, I need as much cover as possible uh, until, you know, they get up into death range. Uh, he is a relatively newer player, so he's he's playing on the tight side of hemmed in. He has some bus issues kind of figuring out how to place his bus just because they take up a lot of real estate. And with the terrain pieces, it was a lot of real estate. But I realized because of where he puts boss kind of early, like, I have so many more activations. He has eight, and I've got 12. So, like, I hold absolutely as long as I can. And I am able to put Kraken in a place where he can see Bosk. And I've got a sniper at a place where he can move to see Bosk. And I'm like, oh, I may be able to snipe Bosk off here. So let me do an orbital strike on turn one. He plays hide and uh, line and wait on turn one. So I'm like, oh, yeah, let's do this thing. Because, you know, uh, my, mine's that, that two pip there. I managed to get a fantastic shot off with orbital strike. It's Bosk. He doesn't surge anything. It's all white dice. I get four hits through. I'm like, yeah, watch it. Get that sniper out there. I get both the sniper shots in there. So Bosk is at six of seven health well, in the first three activations. To, to be fair, Bosk, yeah. on, on defense, he should have at least two surges if he's not getting an order. All blanks. Oh, And then gross. The one surge, you got a Gross. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's also ooh. lying in wait, so he probably Yeah, it was lying in wait turn, so he probably does have an order. Oh, that's true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, he does have yeah. an order. So, I mean, but still, like, I pierced the one with the, with the sniper. Like, I had all the stuff because I could, it made it work. It was, it was beautiful. So, like, third activation of the game, I am six of seven wounds on Bosk. We're going to murder this fool. Be a shame if he could regenerate or something. <laughs> and I'm like, it won't matter. He's going to kill him before he gets there. Yeah. Well, and it, it, he only has eight activations. So, he's, this is his second pull here. And I will actually say, so his first pull, he, he try, he's looking for the buses, doesn't get them. So, he has, he basically gives them, a, you know, a, an aim or something to some guy in a bus somewhere. Uh, he grabs a core. I actually think he moves one around. Then, so the second activation, um, so I've shot Bosk uh, once. Uh, so I've shot him twice now. And so he's like, I've got to go with Boss before Boss dies. So he gets his shot there. I'm like, okay. It doesn't do a lot of damage there. He actually is, is kind of fine because uh, he ends up trying to shoot. Uh, uh, I don't remember what he was trying to shoot. He was trying to shoot somebody. It, like, it all worked out fine for me. Um, but then the problem is, is that I have to run a B1 unit up there to shoot again. And I get nothing. I the, the dice are just blank. They're just I have another rocket. Dice are mm-hmm. just blank. And then it's like, oh well, that's not, so I'll, I'll shoot him again a second time. We finally pulls the bus, and now the bus is just blo- going to move up to block line of sight. It's like, oh son of a. So all right, let's start working on killing this bus. I shoot this bus. I want to say 12, 13 times. 
Oh my god! I, across two rounds, I have rockets that I'm refreshing and using every time. I receive no bonus crits with all those dice. I'm at range three of this bus. I only get hits, and I only have impact two. So I convert him to crits, all two of them. He blocks one every time. <laughs> it takes me forever. Now, his 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 list, like I said, is fantastically arranged. It is all the aims. He rolled well with that. He got to heal things constantly left and right. He healed Bosk. He did. Now, of course, then they go to roll for the suppression, but Bosk is already enraged, so it doesn't matter at this point. So that that's cool, 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 I guess. Um it's, it's, it's all those kind of pieces. I mean, and then my game just slides downhill. I cannot kill the bus. Out of the bus pops his mags. Uh, they just start murdering fools left and right. Like they're, they, I managed to keep a droidica alive just long enough to an extra round. So that was nice. I decided, you know what? If I can't kill the bus, we got to kill at least these mags because they're in my front teeth. I, I, I've got to start taking him out. Nope. Can't kill him. Not, not even possible. I think he uses the outward medic on them at one point. Mm. It is just, I can't kill anything. My, yeah. my dice are okay, but his dice, because he gets to reroll everything, he gets all the aims <laughs> that he wants. Um, he gets dauntless for free moves when they are suppressed. Sort of sometime just, mana saves. It mm-hmm. was just, yeah, it was a red defense dice. It was just awful. Uh, like I said, he's a great guy. We had a great game. We had lots of fun playing this thing, but it was real clear at the end of round one when I had not killed that first bus and yeah. I had not killed Bosk. I was like, oh, this is going to be real bad. I, I attempt to push for, like, can I at least grab the center point around two? Like, I managed to get someone panicked so they don't count for it. He only has one guy there. I run a B1 unit up just to get there so I can now at least contest it. So neither of us are scoring it. And he just has a guy who's a millimeter close enough. Like, he got the unit later just that millimeter too close uh, on his side. So he scores that. And I still haven't killed the bus. I was like, oh, this is real bad. Really. And the second bus is coming around to do some things. It just got gross. Jordicas lived as long as they could, but I mean, sure. Every time I turn around, it's like here's eleven hits. Yep. Well, your shields would take care of four of those. All right, so you still have seven remaining. I got to dodge. Cool, six. Well, let's hope we don't blank out. And I never did. Like I never lost an entire unit at once. That's nice. Jordicas did live through that. I mean, but it was it was bad. I, I've I've not been that uh, deeply explored since my last <laughs> colon checkup. So it was. Uh... <laughs> But Welcome it was delightful. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Thanks. I enjoyed it. Uh, I was the only CIS player in the yep. event, so I won Best in Faction. Yeah, well, yeah. you showed me. up. <laughs> we here at uh, the, the trophies do not encourage participation trophies, <laughs> or sometimes we do. I don't know. <laughs> it was actually a fantastic little trophy. Uh, yeah, Chris does a lot of 3D printing. Uh, this was like a nice little background, talk about the event, the date, and it was a golden statue of Dooku, but he had no head because Anakin had lopped it off. It was actually it was really quite nice. It was delightful. <laughs> <laughs> I shall I shall keep it in my home as a badge of honor. As you should, as you should. Well, I also well, played some games. Did they start with point? S and end in Adder Point? <laughs> You're goddamn right they do. Yeah. I played <laughs> four <laughs> games of Shatterpoint the weekend while Ryan was in Raleigh, as you'll hear about soon. Four I games. I got to play against I got to play against Nathan Morgan, Mitch, David Stoner. And what? Then, I like that guy. That's a good group. And of then people. Nathan Morgan again. Those people should all be playing Legion. They also do. No, yeah, they play Legion they on Wednesdays. They they play this on Sundays. Yeah, <laughs> it's Shatterpoint Sundays. Come on no. down. No. Uh, I, I will say so. Our, our buddy Chase from Nashville was there at this event, and so he and I talk a lot. I love Chase to death. I mean, he's helped us out in the podcast several times. I like playing. Yeah, he's him. a great guy. Uh, so he was. He was talking about Shatterpoint. He has been playing a lot of Shatterpoint in Nashville as well. 
I'll be honest, Will, he's, he's kind of got me sold. Like I oh, told him no. you're the things you love about MCP and the hate about MCP, and he absolutely agreed with it. And he's mm-hmm. like, here's the things I love about Shatterpoint and the things that are coming. Because, you know, yeah. uh, the game, like the design space, he really likes. So I might, I might. I mean, <laughs> I never bought into MCP. I play out of Will's box. Right. But I mean, do I need a third Star Wars miniatures game in a third size? Ben I have plays Imperial three Assault? games in one day and first time in nine months and one baby. Uh, and uh, no, but but now you make he's a good ready point. to get another game. No, you make a good point because like I have nothing against Shatterpoint. I just I don't have yeah I don't have time for the games I have, let alone another yeah, game, let alone another Star Wars I mean, game. I, and so maybe I play out of Will's box for the next couple of years. I mean, but it's definitely one of those – because there is that joke. I mean, I do have all these models in three di- – I have, I have three different – I'll have three different Sabines if I end up buying into Shatterpoint <laughs> in three different scales. It I is do. interesting <laughs> watching, though, how Star Wars miniatures have evolved from the lumpy Imperial Assault miniatures to the – Pretty good Legion ones, and now these Shatterpoint ones are beautiful oh, miniatures. Those beautiful pictures. They are so that, – that Asajj and then Grand Inquisitor, I just saw that article. Oh, it looks mm-hmm. so good. But Anyhow, that's enough Shatterpoint talk. That's enough Shatterpoint. I didn't even talk about how the games went. We don't <laughs> it's, care. It's enough Shatterpoint. Oh, no. It's enough Shatterpoint. <laughs> no, I, <laughs> I'm being down, silenced. <laughs> help, help. This is censorship. You guys can go find Will's other Shatterpoint podcast, uh, I don't know what. What are we going to name your Shatterpoint podcast? What's the? What's the do you guys have a cool Sunsphere name for your group yet? No. God, we're still workshopping on. that. Come on, got to get it together. Mark <laughs> well, the, the Sunsphere Shatterpoint Syndicate was. It sounded a little like a you know. Yeah, yeah. Too many S's. That's yeah, it's a concerning number yeah. of S's, and you know. <laughs> yeah, so we're workshopping yeah. that one. I get that. I get. I get that. I get that. So Ryan drove me down, actually. I did. It's the first time I've actually had Ryan drive for me in ages. Were you in the sure tiny was... blue car? Uh, no. No, mine's in the shop, so I had a rental, so I volunteered to put the miles on it. Ah. <laughs> so, yeah, I've uh, I've been, I've been, you know, after Worlds and in the last couple months, if you've talked to me, like, privately, I've been kind of lukewarm on, on the future of Legion, and then Tauntauns dropped, you know, Five points each, and so does Leia, and now I'm back in. I've played uh, two tournaments in the past two weeks and, and a Wednesday night game. I've played a, I've played a lot of, a lot of Legion, guys. Now, that a... Let's also recall that Ryan has thought Rebels have been bad for the last year. They have and been. And we on this podcast have, have argued quite strenuously against that. Yeah. And, and you, I don't you, think they have you been. But okay. he's fighting some, no, some but, but we're not wrong, though, because they've been doing pretty well, well recently. Well, yeah, from the points update, absolutely, yeah. No, oh, okay. No, just like, oh, I see. I see. The, but you guys said like the past seven weeks, months you've been badgering me for a year. They, we have not been in a great uh, spot since the last. Been. The last uh, sounds like a lot of user to error to me, but okay, carry on. If that, I can <laughs> rewind for a second, was <laughs> was Luke warm a joke about Luke and a tauntaun? Yeah, yeah it absolutely was. Oh, it was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't ask questions you don't want answers to. Will <laughs> my disappointment is immeasurable and my day is ruined. <laughs> All right. So I will say, last weekend, Ryan, you did not come home with the prize. No, I didn't. I went up to Atomic Mass game, or, or yeah, Atomic Mass, not Atomic Mass. No, um, Atomic Empire Games. That's the one. Their name is very similar to the company that produces the game that we play. Uh, in Raleigh, me and Alpha Will Will Werner, who you guys heard on the show a couple weeks ago, drove up to play, and that tournament was twenty players. And we played we played five games over two days, and it was an absolute blast. Uh, 
the crew up there put on an amazing show. Uh, shout out to Richard and, and, and Matt. Um, beautiful tables. I didn't have to bring a thing. I just had to show up. We brought some cool promos some from Rocky Top and played five excellent games against excellent opponents. Instead of doing like the three games I played at Epicos and the five games I played, as much as I would love to do a nine-hour podcast of just me droning, um, I want to talk about, I think, the, the, the core of a good battle report. And I think the thing that, that we kind of do here at the Stabcast is find a teachable moment in each of those games and just kind of kind of talk about it. So my first game was, I had really looked forward to this in Raleigh, was against Eric Maylott, a dear friend of the show. Love it. Uh, we had played X-Wing together for forever, but we had not gotten to actually ever play Legion. He used to live here in Knoxville and play X-Wing with us, and then he's moved all around and finally settled in North Carolina. So we finally got a game in. He brought... Did, did you have to pay for that matchup? Like, did you have to pay uh, No, I just had to ask for it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and uh, I said, if there's a way, we can make this happen. And it was it was fantastic. So Eric was playing... Bus Cassian Jin K2 Triple Pathfinders. It was a weird list. Wow. Listen, that sounds yeah. like Rebel Glory. Yeah. We're talking about how Rebels are bad, and that sounds like a Rebel blaze glory. of it glory. Was, it, was, it was a list. Um, because this is why I, I love Eric. He gets ideas and he chases them, and he had this theory that his list is secretly good at bombing running. It is in his battle deck. Uh huh. It is also in my battle deck, and I, as the blue player, we get to bombing run. And while that list may have some tricks for bombing run, it does not have enough to deal with triple taunts. So the kind of the takeaway from that game was, uh, don't play triple pa- triple pathfinders, and uh, watch out for cohesion rules. I actually, to to Eric's credit, I almost lost that game. I tried to get cute. I charged a taunt with a bomb that was in a position to drop. I do a lot of bubble wrapping with my taunts to keep them safe. But when I crashed into his bomb carrier, my idea was to not hit the unit leader, to snap him backwards uh, a few inches into a piece of difficult terrain so it would slow down his bomb carrier even more. And me and my hubris totally forgot that if he gets to snap his unit leader, he can just snap it right next to my bomb. So I like can't drop it yeah. since it had a face up. It uh, had not activated yet. Uh, and it nearly cost me the game because in in true Slawoski fashion, I needed to not panic a Tauntaun that was away from Leia that had five suppression on it. So I needed a two for five rally not to accidentally drop that bomb because I decided to hold on to it and not let him pick it back up. Uh, made the rally and then punished Eric for his transgressions. It was a it was a good time. It was a fun time. If you've ever wanted to know what hitting a ram into the back of a bus that's weak point two with two natural crits in the dice pools can do to a man's ego, it's uh, it's glorious to to roll six Gross. crits with a tauntaun. Gross. Yeah, I do not appreciate um, any of this. Game oh, two. By the way, I'd like to go back to an episode yes. like Ram is weak. No. <laughs> I I don't like Ram. Yeah, I don't like Ram. I don't like dice mod. Like just dice uh, fixing. Not modifications, fine, but like fixing. I'm not a huge fan of. So I think Ram is like objectively good. It's just a boring keyword to play with. Uh, game two, I got to play Alan, who we had played. I want to say it like a sci-fi tournament, like eons eons ago um alan came out and he brought six b1s a couple magna guards a t-series and general grievous 
My man. Yeah, it was I, a I cool think I had list. that was one of the lists I was looking at. <laughs> it was a cool list. I always like and seeing Grease like, on the table. It's good times. He's, good times. I really he's really good it's now. Like cinematic. I think he's really solid for his points. Really good seems generous, but he's I think he could be playable. With the new uh panic changes, so even when he does panic, now that he's clearing his problematic suppression, he took and up he's close, not running away. Yeah, and he took up close and personal. To where he, even if he only got one action, it was still a, a move, an unhindered move, shot, dodge token. Like, that's pretty good yeah. for a single action um, with a critical pierce weapon. Um, we end up playing Battle Lines Payload. And we, you know, the B1s make their chain. I make a daisy chain of Rebel Vets with a FD guarding the payload point, And we just start kind of pushing carts. And, you know, when you play a player, you're, you go up to a game and you think you know how it's going to go, and then it just doesn't go that way. This is the most aggressive Grievous I've ever had to play against. It was just turn one, not even the last activation of turn one, just double move Grievous towards my payload cart and just eat what I can throw at him and then turn two trained in your Jedi arts. Like, he just Leroy Jenkins did. And holy Man, cow. That, that is so yeah. like year one of CIS and I love it because I used to do stuff like that. Yeah. Like, well, boys, catch up because the next card is going to be Guardian. Let's keep him alive. <laughs> it almost, almost, almost worked. He did a ton of damage to my vet gun line. My tons had kind of spread out and started going out attacking his T-series and his B1s. I just wanted to keep them away from the Magna Guards. He had some incredible B1 saves against my taunts. He had a B1 roll blocks on five of its first, like, seven dice. It Ooh. was wild. The sad thing is, is the variance did not translate to Grievous. I think Grievous rolled two blocks before he died. Like, he was trying to do the Guardian Protector nonsense. He was trying everything in his, in his book, but Grievous just said no. Uh, and it, the, the cool kind of takeaway moment from that is... How to identify weak points in your opponent's list. He found the weak point in mine. He threw Grievous towards Leia and a couple of vets. I snuck Tauntauns around and got his T-Series, which threw his uh, droid gun line into a lot of disarray since he Grievous had run towards me. And finding weak points in your opponent's list can be the difference and uh, between life and death. And obviously, like, roll blocks on Grievous is good. Uh, it was a super close game. It was super fun. And with how, like, Alan gets all the credit in the world for me because I would have been a salty asshole about those dice. He just took it in stride, congratulated me on, like, rolling well and him not so much. And it was, like, the best attitude, one of the best attitudes of any Legion player, like, I've ever played, uh, who's getting, you know, just kind of diced. So that was, that was super fun. Um, my third game was against Jordan, also known as the Aluminum Pigeon, which is a fantastic name. What the hell's an aluminum pigeon? Right. <laughs> and my takeaway from this game is, uh, A, know your battle deck. Know how to how to play the objective cards. He had played Will Werner the game before on Bombing Run, and that was his first game of Bombing Run. And then we played Bombing Run, uh, obviously, in my deck as well, which he was actually blue. We had a roll-off, um, and okay. he won the roll-off, and with the red player last veto, I could push to, to Bombing Run. He was running... A hodgepodge kind of Republic gun line. It was double bark, Cody, uh, beam ISP, two, I think it was like two phase twos, two phase ones, and some shooty wooks. It was a, it was a kind of a hodge, like it felt like a rebel list in Republic where it just a lot of, a lot of different things going on. And 
the power of the move template is is pretty cool because the only reason I really got to pull that game off is I knew obviously I knew bombing run a bit better. And we had a really open center, but lots of buildings on the outside. And I won that game, and his core, like his vehicles did some work. His core never shot. Because I where I deployed my tawns away from his core, because I didn't want to joust with him, he spends a bunch of actions moving to, to kind of intercept where I deployed my tawns. And then my tawns on bombing run just turned and ran backwards through my deployment zone to take another avenue, knowing that I can reposition faster than he can. And his his core just kept being in the wrong space at the wrong time to be able to get shots on my tawns. Um, my critical guns did work on the barks and uh, plinked at the ISP if it got too close um, to where I managed to to win that game. I think uh, three to one. It was it was it was a good game. Uh, but the man the power of the if you're not going to be able to outshoot, which I cannot outshoot that list, um, just use the move token and 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 or move template and snake around. And it's not always just a game about blowing stuff off the table. Uh, day two, uh, we're still undefeated. We're feeling good. I get Kentucky Dan, who has played at several of my events, but I've never had the opportunity to actually play. He's a really good player in the community uh, who lies and deception because he's not actually from Kentucky. And he brings my nemesis list. He brings Pike Spam, which you guys know how I feel about the Pike Spam. Uh, yes, but that's why I feel very similar. It's, it's a fun time and game. good good vibes for everyone. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah. So it's he he was running Bosk triple capo and a, four pikes and a black sun, and we end up on major offensive payload. And the takeaway from this is uh, measure all your deployments before you do turn zero, because I had surmised that. If we play major payload, if we both push six times, I get to touch my piece of terrain, and I think with the way he has to curve around some of the uh, some of the terrain on the table now that payload cards don't fly, he's gonna be just short of his. So he has to stop me from scoring, or Bosk has to kill Leia. And we're on hostile environment, and he has this indomitable brick of dudes that I am just shooting at, and through outmaneuver, you know, dodge token, sharing with aid, I think in the first two to three turns of shooting, my taunts have done some work, but I think I've killed like six or seven models. I got a sneaky fire support off on Bosk before he could run him away, uh, which one shot at him, which always feels good. And I'm sorry. Wait, but you I just you just one shotted Bosk. No, no big deal. Yeah, with a, with with a with a fire support, it felt oh, pretty good. Yeah, that's so it was a, it was a uh, no time for sorrows fire support where he thought he was out of range and safe, and then I do the speed ones up and win priority. I hate what you said. I hate it. <laughs> yeah, like having just said that, I put 13 wounds on a Bosk, and he yeah. ended the game. Yeah, with three. that's that's that. what's sticking out of my mind. Is like we I, just talked about Bosk, and now we're talking about Bosk yeah. again, but in a very different way. Yeah, dice happen. I, I guess I rolled. I mean, I rolled really well. He didn't, and uh, and but he had to hang him out for the the um, lying in wait. He had done that the turn before, and then he wanted to to get him, try to pull him early to to retreat him away. But no time for sorrows. Let me push up and and snipe him. 
but Dan never moved really out of his brick formation and no time or uh, hostile environment was really limiting his actions. So he was just focused on like aiding aims with the capos and shooting. And it wasn't till like halfway through turn four, he realized he wasn't going to be able to push his cart. And my cart was too far away to contest when he really needed to start contesting my cart as soon as he got a bit of a momentum edge. Uh, but he was too, he was kind of spooked from, from running in and hitting me super hard, knowing that I have hold at any cost on the table. Uh, and that kind of cost him uh, the game. So always measure your objective, boys and girls. Always measure your objectives. And kind of on that note, I make it to the final against Michael Korn, um, who he played a list that I don't know if Tim would love or hate, but it was like eight activation, double double bounty empire with Aiden, Veers, Bosk, or not Bosk, excuse me, Boba and IG. And then like some storm medics and Inferno. I, I only hate that. Well, I shouldn't say only, but I hate that partially <laughs> because it's what what command cards do you take? That's just so many command cards right? to choose from. Oh my god! Yeah, that's yeah. a lot of. But it's yeah. also the beauty Here's, of it. It's also the beauty. Of yeah. It. Well, and it wasn't really about the command cards. It was just all the command cards that generate tokens. Because between Iden Inferno and IG and Boba's like yeah. surge to crit, he's just like I'm going to load up on whatever tokens I need and make sure what I my dice pools are not huge, but they're going to be crits. He had, he had some T21s, the crit guns. He also had some bazookas, obviously, for the, the dark matchup. And I'm feeling pretty good at a three-act lead. We get to payload again, and I'm just like, I have to play this payload. He deploys. We're on hemmed in. And so I'm blue. I am feeling great. I have a three-act lead. I have quite a bit yeah. of range poke. I have, you know, the dish and, and the CMOs. He's got some spooky stuff at range too, don't get me wrong, but red player payload is so hard to play. He deploys nothing by his cart. And he just builds a castle around where where my cart needs to go and the choke point it has to push through. And it oh. becomes a game, can I get my cart to range two and keep Leia alive? Because Leia's my only bounty target. Uh, so as long as Leia doesn't get bounty or if Leia dies and it's not to a bounty hunter... Um, and through my, like his ability to just generate all the crits and some solid firepower, he had some good saves on Inferno, but this game was definitely not decided by dice. It was, it was pretty close. Uh, I was about in probably an inch and a half short of getting to range two. And we ended at zero, zero and went to kill points. Although I actually think it was one zero. Cause I think Boba did kill Leia at the end when I had to bring her up to try to push the cart. In a last yeah, ditch it, it was one zero. Um, it was a really close game, and it was it was knowing your win conditions. And he knew his win condition was not to split his army because he couldn't split an eight activation army to to push the cart. He knew exactly what he had to do, and he he executed. And it was a really tight, really sweaty, good game. Uh, so congrats to him for winning the uh, Atomic Empire Store Champ. Um, I got to beat Kentucky Dan and Fish People, and I felt pretty good. And it was Will Werner's first time seeing his truly salty Ryan. I was I was pretty I wasn't mad at at Michael after that game, but I was mad that like I misdeployed and didn't during deployment I did not imagine he would completely abandon his cart. Like that's just I'm so so objective focused. I can't imagine other yeah. people just completely saying no. I, I'll back you up on that. I can't. If someone had did yeah. that, I would not have been prepared for that at all. 
So and this is a conversation David Jones and I had. Like mm-hmm. he realized he probably should have just gone for the murder table. Yeah. I don't think I would have survived it. And it, the objective is to be zero zero, but he would have wiped me off the table. Yeah, yeah. I mean, right. Ryan, you lost six hundred and eighty nine points. I lost a lot. Of, like it's all crits. Like holy, it's, Mary. it's a lot of Pierce. It's it's a lot of and like Boba and IG both have versatile weapons, so it's not like I can crash mm-hmm. taunts into them to slow them down, which is one of my big tactics I use. I tried to eliminate the core early just so he would have to commit his big axe early and I could respond, but they kept surviving on unit leaders. I took some bad trades. I misdeployed not thinking he was going to put everything on one side of the table. I should have read that a lot sooner during the deployment process than I did, and and he got the win for it. So it was a, it was a really good game, but literally it came down to like two or three saves uh, on both of on either one of our sides. Um so that it, it was awesome. Uh and getting second in a 20 man two day tournament is not terrible either so i definitely wasn't upset actually technically i got third i think kentucky dan got me on strength schedule um not bad after at all. It was said and done so played a wednesday night game with nathan who's the scourge of of knoxville local wednesday night he was a gentleman and messaged me like five lists that he wanted to try out and he's like hey what do you want to play against and i'm like i don't know what do you want to practice against tons because it's what's built i'm not changing my list to, for a wednesday night and then unpacking it and packing tauntauns back for for saturday so he's like, I want to bring, I, and I asked him, I'm like, bring, of all those lists, bring Dooku Asajj. I've not had to play my Tons into double Force users, and I wanted to see how it went. And uh, I got to table him. That was fun. So oh, it's, God. The, it's the second time oh, ever Nathan's rude. been tabled. That's mean. And rude. the takeaway from this game is sometimes you just got to remind the locals who you are. They get a little uppity sometimes. Oh, that's even more. <laughs> right. 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 I wouldn't say that about anybody so, else but Nathan. Right. <laughs> sometimes when we talk about hubris, Ryan, it's these kind of things, it's these, these kind of comments. Yeah. That, this uh, is what comes back to us. Yeah. 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 I know it was, it was a fun game. He got behind the eight ball. He had some, like, Asajj had some utterly terrible saves. Dooku, like, popped like a pimple on a middle schooler. Like, it was, mm-hmm. it was bad. Yeah. He had some good B1 saves, but all of his cool red saves just went down the toilet, and Tons do real, real well against B1s. So, Oh, yeah. Uh, then I uh, then I went down with Ben uh, to Epicos, to full of rage and hate of missing my first opportunity, so so we got to play the next one. And when, when you're ready to, to play a sweaty tournament, you roll up. Ben definitely got the, fir- the worst first-round draw. In Michael Henry. That's not where you want to start yeah. today. Or maybe it is. I yeah. don't know. You just get it out of the well, way. I, mean, I have a long history against playing <laughs> against Michael. Really and my do. games have always been close. I don't think I've ever beat him. But my games have always been one of those, like, I just lost it to, you know, just this, the randomness of dice sometimes. Like, that's how tightly I like playing this game. So I like that my first game back has been Michael, was Michael Henry. Yeah, that's, that's fair. Uh, so I unpack my stuff. And I'm talking to somebody when, like, pairings get called. And then I just turn around and I just see Brett, friend of the show. <laughs> staring at me and i'm like is it really and he just not silently kind of like nods his head and i'm like all right let's go and brett had been waffling real hard at least in the conversations i had had with him because i I wasn't able to to chat with you all on friday about what he was bringing and it was uh just a a bunch of mandalorians three three maldalorians gar saxon and some fish so we did talk brett through some of this list Mm -hmm. and now brett can sometimes look at an idea like i love it i'll play it and then Four minutes later, find something's like, ooh, but yeah. we could do this thing. And yeah, exactly. Yeah, quickly. yeah. I never know what Brett's going to show I up actually, with. I actually like Brett's list. We we kind of talked I, about I it. I do, too. I do. I do, too. 
Um, I think it's a list that you need a lot of reps with to really make work yeah. well because it is low act count. And while part of it is pretty durable, the fish are kind of squishy because it's not all fish. And I think like pikes, the more you have, the better they are. Like one or two pikes, I don't think is amazing. He had three pikes and two capos. But we pretty good though if you're not yeah, ordering them. Yeah. yeah. And we ended up on Bombing Run, which we was Brett's choice. We're both pretty good at it. He's got jetpacky boys, I've got Tauntauns, and immediately out of the gate, uh, he plays the Shadow 3 pip and immediately pulls a special forces out of the bag. That is the one downside of like the big flaw of Shadow Collective if you're not play if you're playing a split army where you're playing lots of different ranks. Uh, bad stuff can just happen with the, the order pool draw. So he has to go commit one of his Mandos with a bomb very early. I'm able to sneak up and get some shots on it at range three and four. And Brett misses eight of his first ten red surging saves and drops two bombs at the end of turn one and the top of turn two. That's that horrible. Not where you want to be that, on bombing run no, against Tom that No, that's horrible. Yeah. That's horrible. So... I, like, Ugh. I hate to say it, and, like, Brett deployed a little funny. We talked about how where he could have deployed literally, like, a couple inches different. I think it would have helped, but it definitely wouldn't have made up the difference of just the, the dice variance. But the, t- the takeaway is Brett went to the tank for just, like, two minutes, and I would have been there much longer. But then he pulled his head up, and we played six rounds. We played all the games, and keeping your head in the game. I think the takeaway for me is keep playing, keep your head in the game and it might pay off later. Uh, Cause we did, we went, instead of just calling it there saying, you know, I'm going to win three nil and, and kind of counting the few things that had died. Uh, we, we played it all out. We both got a bunch of kill points. He was able to, to rally some, some kill points at the end. Um, most of my tons went down and I got some some more of his mandos. It, and, you know, playing a game with Brett is always fun, especially once we had ripped the Band-Aid off. He had got over the, the saltiness, and we were just doing silly stuff. Um, and we'll talk about at the at the end how playing that game out actually really paid off. I, I'll be honest, and I, I do love Brett, but mm-hmm. it, that's a, I, can see, I can see you getting tilted over that. Yeah. I can. I can be like, this day sucks. I'm not going to recover from this. What the hell is this I'm just yeah. being real honest. And, We've all and done I, it. We've all had those days where we just, it we just tilt like, you know what? Yeah. Just, and I think a day. year ago, that would have been Brett. Uh, but, like, it yeah. took Brett, like, 10, 15 minutes, and then he pulled himself out, and he made a game of it. Like, he, he did the best he could. Okay. But not the best, like, any, I don't think, you put any remarkable player in that situation, and finding a win there is very difficult. When you yeah, just absolutely. lose two squads of Mandos, um, like, immediately. With the shields, like, they did the rocket. Alpha Strike, which I had to brace for, but I had dodge tokens early to kind of to kind of weather it and didn't lose. I didn't lose a single activation. I lost a bunch of minis, had some like unit leaders and just CMOs left. But uh, which definitely made it hard and made me had to play my gun line a little cautious. But when all the mandos die, turn two, it's fine. Um, so Brett Brett internally rallied himself really well, and kudos to him. Uh, game two, I get Michael Henry. Mine. I don't know if he's a nemesis or not. It's what but, you deserve, uh, we, you swine. Yeah, yeah. It's what you deserve. We we tend to find each other enemy at the store show. champions. Yeah. Yeah, we're, if we yeah. want to bring back enemy of the podcast, but, we haven't talked about But also that kind of hero. You can bring it back, but too. he'll never be an arch enemy. Yeah, exactly. No, he won't. Yeah, he won't. Yeah. Right. I, I, because there's so many times. You don't have the votes for that, sir. Right. Well, there's so many times that he saves us from Ryan, so it's good. 
That's true. <laughs> yes, exactly. But sometimes we've actually he fails. only played. We've only played three games, and going into this tournament, we were one and one because uh, we've only played the the pre-COVID Dicehead final, mm-hmm. uh, and then the at the our last Knoxville event that I got to play in, uh, we we ended up playing in the third round. So uh, we played a game. Ben already talked about his list. Uh, my takeaway from that game is our lists operate very different. Michael's much more of a passive player than I am, while I'm very aggressive. And I made him play my game. He had to push towards the middle when he didn't want to. He had his FD in a beautiful spot, and I just threw a Tauntaun at it on turn two. And it just sat and melee attacked my Tauntaun for five turns till it died on turn six. Um, while my FD got to, got some nice got some nice shooting off. I pushed Cassian towards the middle. I pushed his fish out of out of their box, and I. Well, it was a very close and sweaty game that came down to a, to a couple of saves at the end uh, with his with his fish. Uh, but at I one made... point, I, I turned around and Ryan has five dead Tauntauns sitting on the side of the yep. table, and like the other round one is, six in, is engaged only with, with an FD cannon. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I sacrificed him to keep Ahsoka out of the middle of the table as we're playing intercept. I made him chase her, chase them kind of through their backfield for a couple turns while trying to pick off some uh, rebel vet models since they didn't have all the the dodge token shenanigans just to get a big act lead. Um, we it was a sweaty game, lots of close line of sight calls as we're playing with FDs and Cassian snipers and all this stuff. And the only reason I won that game is because I immediately took the initiative and made Henry play my game, and it and it paid off by making him have to dive his characters at times he really didn't want to. Um, Because basically it came down to, for him to comfortably win, Ahsoka has to survive not one but two vet Mark II fire supports. Um, I didn't have all my vets still alive, but the CMOs were still there, and that's a spooky proposition. So uh, I do end up winning um, a very closely contested game. He needed to win two points, uh, during the last score, and he, I kill his Mark II. His Capo does a, cur- a courageous kill my Tauntaun uh, to to win his safe point that had been, you know, doing horrible things in his back line. But I had managed to pull one. I managed to tie up the middle point to to secure the win uh, to go up to two and zero. So it was a, it was a good close game. Uh, but the takeaway: make people play your game. Or don't. I don't know. That's how I like to play the game. I think there's definitely some more reactive lists out there. But always make people... Don't let people play comfortably. And then uh, we get to the the quote-unquote final match. Once again, there are four undefeateds going into the final game. And so it's going to come down to to strength of schedule and kill points tiebreakers. And I get Alpha Will. I I wasn't super happy about that. I didn't want to have to play a Knoxville person. Um, Me... Ben, Will, and Chad from Knoxville kind of had a gentleman's agreement that if two of us can go undefeated, we would just play for it on a on a casual night here in Knoxville, uh, play for the the, the quote unquote final. But me and Will paired each other, and Will was running an Anakin, Bark Speeder, Cody kind of gun line, and I get mm-hmm. intercept the transmissions again. It's a it's a, his list is really good. It's really fine tuned. It's got boil. It's got all the things. Um, it's it's a couple of rocket launchers. It's uh, it's pretty, it's pretty gnarly, and Will deploys in a brick to f- to threaten the center intercept point because he knows I like to take it on the first turn or for the first score. 
I were on advanced positions. I have my FD uh, scouted out to score my safe point, and he only puts a single phase one squad, not even on his safe point, but in a place where they have to double move. And I deploy my Tauntauns just to go hold his safe point, knowing that I'll probably lose the gunline battle for the middle. But as long as I can keep Anakin from like super diving too early and kill the barks and not let them get to my FD cannon to rip me off of my safe point, I can probably do okay. So the Tauntauns don't do a whole lot for the first score. Um, his dice are so incredibly good for the first two turns. Like I could not get his barks just exploded, but the phase ones and phase twos just save after save, after save, after save, after save. I get a few plinks on Anakin and then he laughs and heals them with a paramedics. Um, and I start to kind of pull ahead when he can't shuffle enough guys comfortably over to retake his safe point from my tauntauns. And we get to the very last turn of the game, the very last couple of activations. And there are three ways that if I were playing fast for time, there are three ways that I could throw this game. And I almost, almost, almost do it. I, I poke out with taunts, take a shot, and then reverse. And I start to reverse as far back as I can not to get charged by Anakin. And then I remember force push is a thing, and I can't get my last taunt on force pushed away from this point. Otherwise, he'll double score it and win. Um, and then I'm like, well, do I just take my relentless shot into Anakin? And I've got two wounds on my on my taunts already. They're only getting a, a single action. And if I, you know, do the absolute normal thing and shoot Anakin, he can gem so me, putting me on, on another wound where his five red dice can kill me. And so I have to I have to puzzle my way out to this place where my Tauntauns can't die, can't get pushed off the objective token by like sitting right next to it um, to where he mathematically can't can't get enough dice on me to, to eliminate the Taun. And it really comes down to the last last couple dice. And I, I managed to hold on to the two outside points while surrendering the middle to him with Leia making an awesome end of game rally to just you know, turn her gun sideways and kill some phase twos. Uh, it was a really super tight game. The closest game me and Will have ever had. It was super sweaty. It was super fun. Uh, but I end up going going 3-0 on the day, which felt really, really good. Congrats. Hooray. I'm so proud for you. Yay. <laughs> so. Yay. We, we can tell. We can tell. Uh, but to the, to the point of me and Brett's game, why you should always keep playing is me and uh, I believe it's Kyle. Uh, he, yes. Ky- yeah, Kyle, Kyle. Yeah. He's. It's he's, he's fat boy on game uplink. Is that right? That's not that's him calling himself that, not us. Um, no. There, there are two, two Kyles at that event. One of them calls himself Fat Boy Kyle in the yep. in the game link. So yes. So Kyle rode up with Michael Henry, one of the Atlanta players. Um, he obviously also went three and zero, so he's quite talented. He was playing a Republic Cody Bark list as well. Um, and we are both three and zero. We have the same strength of schedule. We all know how I feel about strength of schedule. So I was glad we were tied on that. And it came down to kill points. And I think it was like 95 points I, I got the day points. by. Yep. So if me and Brett handshooked that game and didn't play it out, I don't know that I that I get the world's invite. Uh, so always play your games to completion, always, even if you're in a, in a good or a bad spot. I know it also, I believe, helped well, Brett's tiebreakers as well. Uh, make sure your play more... partner finishes as well. But yes. Go yeah, ahead. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> 
So it was a, it was a super fun day. Um, I get to not have to play Tauntauns anymore, which is great. I can play weird stuff. Um, He's still going to play yeah, Tauntauns. I'm still going to play Tauntauns. They're yeah. super fun. All right. So on the car ride home, I'm like, yep. all right, so what can you do now? Now that you can rest and relax, you've got now your you're free. Riding belt. Yeah. Go try anything else. And everything I recommended, you shut it down left and right. He's terrible. That's awful. I'd never play that. Like, I got to I, I, I And I've been, th- I've been thinking about that. I've been thinking about that. And I may try to do my own spin on Ahsoka Cassian. But I'm also feeling since Dark Troopers got good. nerfed, maybe it's, Impact it, is going to go away and I can good. bring back uh, Double Air Speeder. I'm, I'm, double Air Speeder is so much fun to play. Okay. So we'll see. I, I said, all right. I mean, good luck on that. Good, good try. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, right. still, still be a healthy amount of Impact because I think there'll be some time for the Dark Troopers. I mean, even Chad yeah. joked about it. Like, these are all the remnant points that I had, but they're still there. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, I, I still think you're going to see vehicles. Exactly. I mean, you're going to mm-hmm. see buses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mean, well, buses, buses, I don't bus. mind. It's, it's the people bringing all the Impact to deal with like 20 wounds of Dark Troopers. Um, I can survive so a little bit of it. I four rocket boys and couldn't kill two buses. Like, I felt it. I felt that pain. <laughs> well, Ben, you do like have special talents to... Now, I will say, can we do joke about me being a slow player? I think I got to at least round five in all of my yeah. games. Yeah, I, I do. So, I, do, I think I we do. got six in with David. Like, we rushed yeah. out. Well, Coach also a lot less activations at that point. But, yeah. <laughs> I, I got through most of the play. So... Yeah, I felt good about my timing because I was worried about that. Like, so as, I, as we walk in the door, because we he didn't have the spot open for me to put my list in on the drive mm-hmm. up, so I didn't get to do that until midway through round two because we're trying to get points and that kind of settled. I made a couple of text messages for my mom. My blood sugar's doing some crazy things, so I'm trying my best to concentrate and play the game and and not jibber the jabber, um, especially in those first couple rounds. So the third round, we both knew we were out, was fine, so we took our time on that bad boy, but. I kept my game yeah. Play up. No, it was it was yeah. a super like. Congrats to to yeah. Vandergriff for. I don't think Epicos has been running like regular Saturday like Legion tournaments, and he put on a hell of a show. Everybody walked away Absolutely with a ton did. of prizes. There were some yeah. raffles. There were custom trophies for all the best in faction winners. Um, it was uh, it was a yeah, super there was some terrain super giveaway. Good event. Like, yeah, and a beautiful terrain piece. It was, yeah. Yep. So so well done, Chris. Uh, it was a fun event, and uh, yeah, it was that was. I've played a lot of Legion in the past two weeks, and. We'll, we'll see now, if I, I make Tim, it to the outpost this weekend. Yes. <laughs> I'm told you me. also went to a store championship this weekend. <laughs> I did. I, so you, you also won a store champ this weekend, right, Tim? No, no. You see, I won one a few weekends oh. ago, about the same size as the one I went to. But the one I won, respectfully, didn't matter. So, you know, who cares? It's great. <laughs> but the one I just went to, uh, I had to cross the border. I had to go into international waters. Oh. And I, I crossed the... Canadian border went into Canada. Canada. Yes, it was wonderful. Um, It was uh, originally going to be run by uh, Dean up there in the Toronto area, but he actually ended up playing, um, and the the store manager ended up running it and TOing it, and it was a great time. I really want to say, like, this whole store, we all had a blast. Like, everyone, win or lose, was having a great time. Like, we were all having having a really good time. Uh, We ended up having uh, 10 people. And so we were all playing it out. I, I really, you know, I went into this um, with two things on my mind. Obviously, I would love to go in smaller event, right? Like, I would love to be able to, to pull sure. out a, a invite from there and, and be free. But <laughs> but I also don't mind not going to Worlds because that gives me more vacation time. So, like, I, I'm okay. Sure, I'm okay fair. if I don't go. Uh, I will not go to a last chance qualifier, so I don't care. Uh I don't care that much, but anyway, so, but it'd be nice to get one and be done with it. So I was hoping to win, but then also 
if I couldn't win, what I said was my, my secondary goals were, were twofold. A, make top eight, um, which for okay. a 10 person event, like I should okay. hope so, please God. Pretty um, solid. Yeah. You'd hope so. Yeah. And then you secondly, 80% chance, but secondly was really to try and figure out what list do I want to run the summer? Because we'll talk about events later, sure. but like I got a lot of events coming up this summer and I really, I don't want to be list hopping. I want to find some list, nail it down and then mm-hmm. figure out the, the strengths and the weaknesses of it and then figure out what I'm going to do from there. Yeah. Um, well, and and you guys like bullied me last year and by bullied me, you know, made me die on a hill, which I was wrong on to play Tauntauns and it made me a better <laughs> player for it. And it, it, it was one of the big reasons I found a lot of success last year yeah. that I did. I, I think because the year before I list hopped all over the place yeah. as well. And it's, I think that's good to be in that mindset. I so. think objectively it's good. And I know subjectively, like looking at my own record, my best records mm-hmm. unequivocally. Like I can't even, it's not even close. My best records sure. when I start having a really good time, uh, winning wise is when I have reps with lists. Um, sure. And I have practice. It's almost like practice is good. Yeah, exactly. Right. Or something. Uh, so, but trying to figure out what or list something. you want to, to dedicate to that practice is, is a whole process in and of itself. Right. So anyway, so went to this event in Toronto, had a great time. I uh, got three games in, I did not win the whole thing, which made me sad, but I ended up running uh, Yoda Chewie, which was my first time ever running Yoda Chewie. Everyone's always talked about it. I've had a lot of Yoda experience in the past. Mm-hmm. Absolutely zero Chewie experience. And I think I've only <laughs> played against Yoda Chewie once, so I really was not well-versed in it, but it's okay. That's It's a weird list. It it's is, but it's so list. effective when you can pull it off. But anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah, oh, for sure. I appreciate the beauty of it. I wasn't able to to pull it off well this weekend, but I still can respect it nonetheless. Um, and then I had uh, three phase ones. One of them had boil and I will preach the gospel of boil now until the day I die. Cause he was so good. Oh, oh my God. He's so he did good. so much work. He's so oh annoying. my God. Just throwing him I mean, I, in a phase two is great. Right. But like, even just in a phase one, like just put him in the back. No one should ever be able to see him other than his own friends unit. for guardians purposes. Exactly. And like, just let him soak it up. Just let him die. And I go, Oh boy, I lost the dude. Oh no. Boo. No one cares. Uh, moving on. <laughs> uh, but then also I had a full arc with echo and then two Wookiees with bowcasters, two melee Wookiees with bowcasters. And that's that's kind of where I have my my biggest problem is I just don't think melee wookies in this day and age can really cut it. I think, and I'm not one to really harp against die pools, but I think for wookies, yes, they have all these wounds. But remember, you're rolling white dice. You mostly, other than Yoda's three pip, you're not going to have surges on them. And so really, they're going in with just unmodified white dice, and they just can't hold up, man. They just get wiped off the table. And like I, so ugh, so why'd you God. go with the Wookiee warriors rather than shooty warriors? Uh, because I wanted them to. Uh, it's a melee defense, and also I'm thinking in tandem with Yoda, like pushing them forward, like using his two pip to move them and things like that. It, it it was a thought process that did not pan out, but I really needed to try it in a crucible like this to figure out is it going to actually shake out. But anyway, um, first game. I'm not going to go super in-depth in all the games, but I, again, great opponents for, for all my games. Um, first round was against Eric. Eric was phenomenal, great guy. He was also Republic. We were the only two Republic players in a 10-man event. 
<laughs> so we, I, as per my luck, I start off with the Republic Mirror. He had an Anakin list that was super juicy. I mean, just loaded with all. It was Adam, uh, Anakin, Padme. So good old anime list. Anakin, Padme, Clone Commander, and then all the core were just buffed to hell and back. Plus Echo and an Arc Strike, like just so good. Great, 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 solid list. Um, he spoiler alert: he ended up coming in like I think third or fourth in, in the whole event, and did did very well with it. Uh, fourth, excuse me. But we went back and forth, and I had a few rolls where he just looked at me. He's like, "That shouldn't happen." He's like, "You're you're doing everything right, and you're just losing." I said, "Yes," but. Um, I really think in this one, my loss can be tailored down to turn zero. Um, I push for hostage because I'm thinking Yoda on a hostage game. Like that should be, should be a good time. Right. Cause I can move my hostage in. The problem was, was that his hostage was able to run towards into his line and his whole army had DC 15s and RPSs. Um, plus Anakin, plus Echo, yada, yada. And so his whole army wants me to run into it. And my army is great at range two and closer, but that means I have to get there. And I just couldn't get there. I mean, it's just as simple as that. I just couldn't make it work. Couldn't couldn't get in there effectively enough uh, to do anything. We, we still played it out, and it was super close. Um I tried to play a denial game of where I was just like crowd. I, I was able to make his hostage carrier drop a unit, uh, drop the hostage. And then I tried to just like crowd around it, not even claim it, but just be like, no, 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 you can't touch this. Like, no, no, this is off limits. Yeah. Yeah. Denial game. Like, no, no, don't touch this. It's not your deployment. Please don't look at this. And I just, I couldn't make it work. Um, and again, every role just was God awful to the point where I have five, Five, count them, five elements of Pierce in my list. Either lethal or just straight up Pierce. I killed 58 points. He killed, he killed 747 points. The only thing I had left was my hostage squad back and safe in my deployment zone. Otherwise it would have been a table. That's good at least. It would have been a full (laughs) table. Um, it actually did help my SOS, funny enough. But yeah, yeah, uh, for sure. <laughs> or, or you know, my not SOS, but extended SOS. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was it was horrible. I could not do anything to him, and he just he was just murdering me. Um, he rolled. Everyone wants to know, like, you know, why weren't you guardianing things and barriering things? He just rolled crits, like straight up. He just rolled. He rolled one roll. It was just four netty crits, and then that was it. Just boom, done. Uh, couldn't. Couldn't even with protector. I don't have protector on that list, but even if I had had protector, it wouldn't have made a difference. It was just, just massacred it. Um, yeah. But yeah, that was that was rough. Tim, if, if you can, if you can hold a place in your heart for a second star, a Star Trek. John <laughs> Picard tells us it's possible to commit no mistakes and still lose. Yeah. that is not weakness, Tim. That is life. That is- well, and he was very nice, and he's like, you know, I don't think you made any mistakes. I said, thank you. But again, turn zero was, I think, my mistake was I should I should have pushed for, it's odd to say, but payload. Um, I think I would have had a closer time with payload than with uh, that hostage. Uh, I do want to throw this out there because this is a really important lesson I learned. Never thought about this. The most important card played all game, I would argue, because <laughs> we tied most of the time on pips, was Padme's. I think it's her two pip that lets you make a move. 
with a like a unit that gets an orders does a speed one move or like a free move action or whatever it is. That sounds right. Yeah. And he played that on the same turn that I was about to go run in and engage his hostage after he put turn one. Uh, Chewie had f- I think four wounds on him, and then also we should play we played minefield, and so I lost two bodies of P ones. And then also an arc body to mines. So that was a good time. It was great. Love that Ooh. for everyone involved. But anyway, uh, so Padme's 2-pip, that was the clutch card of the hostage game. Because no matter who wins the roll-off, completely irrelevant, her ability for that card happens as soon as you mm-hmm. throw it down. As soon as yep. you... Ha- when you issue the order, issue the order speed, speed one, speed one. gain yep. a dodge, aim, or search. Exactly. Yep. And so... He did that, and so his hostage ran away to where now uh, Chewie couldn't get to him, and therefore Yoda couldn't get to him because Yoda and Chewie were together that turn, and they, they just couldn't get to him. I, I was just going to yep. ask: was was this the, the you know the, the tied together? It was, and, and quite honestly, like I kind of realized that I was going to probably lose already. Like that sounds kind of depressing, but like it, you kind of look at an environment, you're like, okay, like I know I'm fighting really, really uphill. So at that point, I turn into a learning opportunity. I say, let me try and figure out how to use this card. Uh, and so that's what I was using it to to learn. But that Padme card, that was it. That was the game winner because I just couldn't catch up. Couldn't catch up. Couldn't do it. Even with Yoda and Chewie being attached to Yoda and yeah, all that stuff. Just blah, 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 blah. But good good thing to know is that if you face a Padme list on hostage, Padme might be the yeah. one to look out for. It's funny. It's a funny idea. Yeah. yeah, it's why I don't play hostage. It might be one like I have one card that lets me do that kind of stuff, like one you know, that movement card. But you have to be in the separatist invasion force to get it. Yeah, and I, that's why I, don't I think it, again, funny enough, I think I against most other lists, except maybe a Dooku list. I think either against a Dooku list or a Padme list. Other than that, I probably made the right call, but it was just it was a bad matchup and bad decision on my part. So good good lessons learned. Um, second game played. Uh, nice guy, new player, newer player named Carl. Um, he's Commander Luke and Ahsoka list. I uh, played KP. I uh, went back I, and forth. I, I'm anxious to hear how this is because, like, Double Jedi is something that Rebels have only recently had uh, access to. Right. And it was kind of cool to see. Um, I was able, Ahsoka respectfully should have gone down one turn before. Um, she kind of jumped into the middle of things, and then Yoda and Chewie fought on it. And unfortunately, she lasted on one health a little bit longer than she was supposed to because I, I got it done to where she was all out of tokens and basically it was just everybody throwing all the dice at her and she just survived. <laughs> um, yeah. Which then meant uh, the next turn, Luke came in and it ended up, long story short, cost me Yoda because Luke got into Yoda and I didn't have any... I only had a two-pip to fight him on his one-pip, basically. And so I, I lost on the pips, and he came in and, and Son of Skywalkered me into Yoda and and got me. Um, but then Chewie killed his Luke, so it was okay. <laughs> but yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah. And so it went back and forth, but it ended up being, I, I got it, uh, was able to get people off his point, and so I got it two to one on uh, KP, or two to none on KP. Good game. And then third game was super interesting was uh, my list versus an ATST double bike shore trooper heavy gun line um, on rollout on sabotage. Okay. And I pushed for sabotage as red player 
because I said, I can double tap that VAP. If I can get Yoda to tap his VAP, I can win the game because I know his strategy. I'm an Imperial player by heart. I know he wants to sit back and shoot me, right? So I say, I'm going to try and get there. The problem was his whole list wants me to come into him, right? Like just, just to run into me. And again, my whole list has to survive to get that far. And it doesn't do a great job of doing that. <laughs> um, and again, in an effort to make a long story short, he just annihilated most of my units on the approach, but we were able to go back and forth. Uh, Wookiee's going down, Chewie going down. Chewie went down one turn too early. But uh, then last turn, or f- actually fifth ter- first turn, we would have gotten to turn six. Fifth turn, Yoda makes it to the VAP. I finally get to the VAP. I kill some guys on my way in. <laughs> he rolls. Uh, basically, Yoda has a dodge and is in heavy cover. He shoots his shore squad at Yoda. All Yoda has to do is survive this attack. Yoda has three health left. If Yoda survives, I then tap the VAP and kill his other unit. And then I win the game. Because he doesn't have the action economy to get there and untap what I what I do. Right. Uh, which is crazy, because for me, this whole game felt like a not just an uphill battle, but like a Everest battle like i just mm-hmm. felt like i'm going to die i'm running into an atsd's open firing lanes like i'm running into bikes i'm just running into into death and trying to survive and he rolls every he had one aim on those shores i believe every hit possible he rolled it on a heavy short squad every die had had a hit or a crit so two go away for cover, another one for dodge. Comes down to five dice left. I roll five. I need just one to sur- one left to survive. I need not three blanks. I get three blanks, and that was it. That was the game. So I, I, I my silver lining is that I was proud that I was able to make. Uh, I was able to make that game that should have been a dead dead game into a, a close game. But mm-hmm. other than that, it was good. Um, so I lost, I went one and two, I did make top eight and I did learn a lot. Um, again, my lesson was those Wookiees are not strong enough. They just will not last long enough. And they, yeah, yeah. It, it, it the list needs to change. Yoda Chewie is great, but the list around him is always the problem. And yeah, it's just, those Wookiees in this day and age just don't cut it. Like if they get in, they're great. But getting them in is so difficult nowadays. Yeah, no, I, I agree. As from the rebel side, like we don't have all the tricks with the Yoda shenanigans for like extra moves and the fire support platform nonsense. Like Wookiees are in a tough spot right now. Uh, we have a bus, yeah. and that's I think the only way you can really like play them. And even that's super spooky with all the anti dark trooper tech running around. Yeah, yeah. Now, Tim, I'm impressed that you didn't name drop. When you talk about this tournament. What was that? Because the guy you're rubbing elbows with this entire time, but never actually had to play against, 
It was one of the top eight from Worlds. Oh, yeah, Dean. Sure. I I mentioned that. I said that. I said Dean was playing. Dean was initially organizing and then ended up playing on it uh, to get us 10 players. Oh, you you actually use his name. You just said the term. No, I said said Dean, but okay. You can go back and rewind it. I got the tapes. Yeah, we got a tape. Go back. But anyway, uh, funny enough, he actually ended up winning the whole thing, uh, but he already had an invite, so the invite went down to Julian Hunt. Um, Again, all all great people, all good times. Really wonderful players. Uh, everyone just had a blast. It was very hot in that store, but that was my only critique. But but it was a great time. Um, they said they might have another event, so maybe I'll All make right. the drive up. It's only two and a half hours for me. So it, it is weird to me nice. sometimes to, to fathom that I'm two and a half hours away from almost the heart of Toronto. Toronto. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And honestly, that depends on traffic. Because I've done that tour up yeah. to Buffalo and come up to yeah. uh, uh, Niagara. To Toronto to go see some plays, like it's yeah, yeah it's not a bad drive. It was uh, I I almost didn't make it because it was there was only two <laughs> windows open at the border, and I said, "What the heck is this? It's a holiday weekend." <laughs> well, I have a question for you three that played Legion. Yes. Did any of you Probably take yeah. photos? That's exactly the transition I was. I use. absolutely <laughs> did. I absolutely did, and I might even upload them to the Instagram. Ha ha. Oh look nope, at that. Nope. 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 I mean, nope. I can. Uh. I took pictures of my last game because I was so conscious about me being slow and time-wise. I wanted to make sure I was on top of it. Not because Michael and David pushed me, but I know that they want to use all the time pieces they need sure, to. Sure. So I didn't of those two games, but I absolutely did of my third game, which is pictures of me getting my ass beat. Well, I so, took yeah. pictures of Shatterpoint, and they're going to be on the oh, Instagram. Are they your painted models or somebody else's? They're mine. Don't you owe me painted models still? Don't answer that. Oh, don't answer that. Well, well, <laughs> oh, your attorney's not present. Oh, <laughs> I'm working on yours and my Shatterpoint. You don't have to answer that. It's okay. <laughs> Speaking of those cinematic moments, check us out on the Instagram, on cinematic the web, on the social medias at SW Stabcast. Uh, the defense of my droids against the onslaught of Black Suns was actually looked very nice on the table because my paint jobs are good, his paint jobs are good, good looking stuff, but. We're there on the Instagram at SW Stabcast. Be sure to also check us out on the Facebook and the Twitter. Give us a rating on your listening platform of choice, whether that's the Spotify, the Google, the Apple, the YouTube music podcast section. However, we are reaching your fine ears, wherever, whatever time it is, wherever you are. I see you. I'm watching. I see what you're doing. Cover your webcams. And, Will is and, watching. And thanks for listening. <laughs> That's, that's it. Uh, we can also, if you'd like to find us instead of us finding you, you can find us on the Discord, the Legion Discord, that is, and also all the other Among ones. Others. Yes, exactly. Yes. You can also find the random uh, streamers I follow on me and their Discords, but I won't tell you who I follow. But anyway, uh, we are at, yeah, at uh, SW, no, we're at Stabcast, whatever our name is. I think I'm still the Legion Socialite, which is a fancy way. so many bathtub streamers. I'm, All the, I'm the Legion Socialite on the Discord, which is a fancy way of saying whore, but that's fine. So. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes, Easy. Yes, it is. Everyone's had a ride, you know. <laughs> that's right. It should be the Legion Bicycle. But, but Legion also, like bicycle. sleeping with whores. Tim just shows up when you don't want him to as a viral infection. That's right. Listen, this child is yours. Tim's Tim's like those rental electric scooters that just kind of show up in cities and people are like, when did these get here? It's like, as an unwanted child, I know how to pull my maneuver. I know how to do it. Uh 
<laughs> that is very, very sad. Enough people have picked you up off the sidewalk. Uh, just much like the chewed your, uh... gum of Legion. That's it. <laughs> if you, God, we need to put that on a t-shirt in our uh, store. Just bring that on slash store slash I'll buy that for cool. myself. That'd be great. The chewed gum of Legion. That actually would be pretty good. That actually is pretty funny. Uh, or you can drop us a line at swstabcast at gmail.com if you want to, you know, talk to us, I guess. We, I think we maybe do the best job of we don't do a good job of responding anywhere we're sorry but we're terrible to our fans i, I, I would the best we respond podcast at doing it yeah <laughs> yes yes honestly I, I, I we were in the discord not that long ago yeah it's not christmas yeah but we still yeah, we haunted like those a, halls it was a good time when uh when we turned it into the french uh yes, yeah we started general. we started celebrating the revolution and the french revolution yeah, yeah, that's it was true. Great. good times we celebrated bastille yeah. day early for some reason i don't know it just happened uh, no it was jacques cousteau day i actually went and found the holiday that we could use to justify is it really jacques cousteau <laughs> day it actually really was <laughs> of course it was so that's not why it became French Legion. For no, a while, someone just said French, did. and someone asked them to mind their language, and I mean, they just started spiraling out I of mean, control. I like a good Monte Cristo. You know, that's fine. <laughs> but no, I, I now book? find the holidays when I post the Discord uh-huh. is why I'm allowed to post there. Peregrine keeps uh-huh. a tight holiday leash, so you just got to find the right holidays. Or the right leash. <laughs> Speaking of all the other podcasts, uh, you know, we are in this fantasy football league. We're not going to sure. spend as much time talking about it. I hear there's some but complaints. We could. Praise Listen, the Lord. It's football in its earliest delight. We might. Yeah, we uh, we're could. still doing the draft. In fact, I literally <laughs> just I drafted while we were doing yep. this podcast. It is my 22nd Oh, pick. yeah. Uh, there's still two more. We're to still go going. Ahead. We're almost the end. We're almost <laughs> oh, yeah. there. We're almost to the end. Ben's, Ben's inevitable strategy of uh, double defenses is going to just crush us all. I, I own three defenses. That's right, now, you sorry. do, bud. No, don't let anyone else <laughs> so tell you how to live your life. Because there's 40 picks between me and there, I had a queue set up. All the players in the queue were taken, and I happened to have two defenses, one high and one low, and all that was left in my queue was the defenses. So the computer was like, I think Ben wants both of those, in addition to the one he's already drafted. So we'll have to fix that in, in, in the trade season. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. Old Hickory said we could take them by surprise If we didn't fire muskets till we looked them in the eye We held our fire till we seemed to face as well Then we opened up our squirrel guns and really gave them well We fired our guns and the British kept them coming There wasn't as many as there was a while ago We fired once more and they began to run it well, Down the Mississippi to the Gulf of Mexico so I was listening to uh, uh, That's No Moon podcast with Cockles, our British That friends, is a British show. They had a very nice German player over. It was a lot of their tournaments, their, their rules. Well, they wanted the, someone with the skill German on their LG podcast. Opinion. So, yeah. Yeah. That's fair. They did. They did. But, you know, <laughs> as an American, I could barely understand any of the accents. So I had to crank it up. I asked for some subtitles. Um, you know, they, they, they made some – some. Like, We're some, at the call our governor like, and ask for permission. <laughs> they kept saying aluminium. And, <laughs> and I'm an English major with you, know, experience in the theater. So, no, I, I kid. It's a fantastic podcast. But at the very end, way, way deep after their own little sign-offs, there was a challenge to us, the Stabcast members, me and Will ourselves specifically, um, a little extra side bet. And so I'm saying that I'm accepting this side bet. Uh, we'll see who wins out, has the most high score at the very end there, and we will donate additional monies, because I'll be real honest, all that money's coming from me, not from Will. And so I will <laughs> accept Cockle's challenge. Whoever wins, we will both donate to the other person's uh, charity, whoever nice. wins that, or whoever actually loses that. We think we'll that's what the challenge was. We didn't really, like, charity. we stopped listening halfway through the challenge because we got bored of the accent, but, like, was, yeah, we think that's what it was. 
Yeah, it, we needed subtitles. It was a rhyming Cockney podcast. slang. I'm not really sure. So, <laughs> no, it was actually a great episode to listen to. You're going to hear a lot more conversation about it. We'll keep this tight. But like I said, it's a lot of fun so far. You will. It's, it'll be fun for us, and we're giving money to charity, which is always important. So. But mostly beating the British. Yeah. That's the most important thing. I mean, yes, yes absolutely. Events. Guys, go go to the events. Listen to our last episode. I think there was some stuff I was supposed to add. I didn't do it. Yeah. Okay, uh, there's great. Tournaments going on this summer. Uh, you guys should come to Sci-Fi City in August. It's going to be a blast. <laughs> yeah, August twenty sixth. Okay. Or you know, hey, go to Lone Star yes. in July because that comes first. And they actually expanded should, should. and added a couple more tickets. Not a huge amount, but there's a few more tickets. Um, I think literally maybe just like five left, something like that. So they sold out of eighty four. I know that, and then. Oh, opened wow. up more. I think it was 84, 82, 84, or something like that. 80 something. So, yeah. So, there's, it's going to be a huge event. It's going to be a world's qualifier. So, the top four will get invites. Number one will get flight paid as well, which is in the same That's age. Awesome. It's huge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It'd be great. But, yeah. Uh, we do have the American Team Classic, the ATC, happening in the Chattanooga area. I believe that's July 26, I think. Um, uh, I'm so looking my calendar it up. says somewhere here. Uh, but yeah, so good times for that. Like I said, if you haven't signed up, I know they weren't full. So uh, ATC is always adding events. I saw they added MCP today because popped up one of the Facebook feeds. Uh, that is July 13th. Fun, I, July 13th, sorry. It's one of those – it's a fun event to go to. You'll see a lot of 40 Hammer people out there with beautifully painted armies moving very slowly through games. But lots of fun is had. So, And you see games you've never seen before. Like I'd never seen – what was that? Kings of Empires, Empires of Kings. or Kings of War. Yeah, a little fun. Kings of War there, thank you. There's minis with game names on them. <laughs> there are lots of games, it's true. Yes. So I always like watching, seeing the things I've never seen. Like, who plays this? Well, at least those four guys. It's like so. half the fun of Adepticon, yeah. Right? It really is half the fun of Adepticon. Like, what are you guys doing? Uh, there's Gen Con after that. You know, uh, yeah, Gen just Gen Con, cool. no big deal. Just Gen Con. I think tickets are still available. Um, I think so, yeah. That's surprising. Yeah. And it's well, it's I think it's also one you can probably show up with some generics in an army because Gen yeah. Con everybody buys tickets to things and then gets distracted yeah. and overpacks their schedule and then you know dies of dehydration in the yep. hollowed halls. Yep. I if so, if I yeah, happen I to show up some tickets to some games, I I ditch because I was winning. Yeah. Right. If yeah, I happen to show up and start winning at Gen Con, I don't know what I'm going to do. Like I, it's going to be a real dilemma because I'm like I I don't want to win. I don't want to be here. Like I want to play, have some good practice, and then go do other right. things. That's it. It's my desire. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's that's reasonable. Uh, two weeks after that, you guys can go to the uh, Evergreen Legion Open. They've been running this tournament for uh, yes. a while now. And Izzy's running that up in the Seattle area at Dragonflight GameCon. Uh, it's 64 to 128 players. Oh, this is wow. a big boy. So it's it's. I wish I'm gonna try real hard to go. go. I don't think I'll be able to swing it. Uh, but the Seattle I, guys are awesome. Seattle's such a fun city. Yeah, I tried so hard to get it, but right now the flights, for whatever reason, from Rochester are just, ugh, just astronomical. Seattle. Oh my god. Seattle's a pricey town to fly oh into. Oh my god, it's yeah, rough. So. so like, if the flights go down, yeah. I would love to make it. But right now, I just can't justify that. In 
but we're East Coast mid-sized city kind yeah. of people, though. Like, yeah, so we have we to are. fly to a connecting airport to do something else. For sure. Like, yeah. not so be does Rochester, yeah. Uh, yeah. I do want to throw in there, too. We don't have it in notes. But uh, Tacticon 2023, yep. August 24th yeah. to 27th, I will be there, as far as I know. Uh, nice. I have booked my flights nice. and my event tickets. I still need to get the hotel and the discount block, but... I will be there. I've had couches offered to me at least, so I will be there. There you um, go. As far as Denver crew is great. Yeah, good. yeah. I've always yeah, wanted to go. Awesome. I wanted to go last year, so uh, I'm looking forward to it. I might be able to make that now. Hmm. I said Huntsville, Alabama's got one September 23rd. That's the third of the year, I think. Uh, you know, we've got Crucible there. There yeah. in Orlando, I, I've got my tickets. I'll be my there. Flies, my hotel. Yeah, I look forward to it. I'll be there. It's, yeah. yeah. Come on, Will. Well, you gotta I, lose the the I don't know the last time all of us were at a tournament oh, together. Oh, man. The quadfecta? Well, the quadfecta. Yeah, it's yeah. okay. I wasn't going to, you know, the I was poly, just going to let him have it, but it's fine. Uh-huh. Well, we always have well, a designated survivor. Yeah, it's well, true. We need a designated survivor. True. And I'm pretty sure by, it's September 29th, so we may have kicked him off by then, so it might be trifecta. I'll know. probably deserve it. It's all right. <laughs> But then we'll bring him back on as a guest, and he'll just continue his. It's true. As <laughs> a nomad with no home, a nomad with no home. We don't have guests on this show. No, we try, but it gets shot down every time. So that's, that's true. I yeah, am going true. to take this moment to eat some crow about my concerns about Game Uplink website. Uh oh. What? I. How much did he pay you? Do you mean the Game Uplink website run by? Listen, we don't, don't, we don't know who runs it. <laughs> yeah. but because we're talking about events, and this is this is the first event that I I've had Keegan to use it. it since the old system it's went down. It's a collaborative effort. So I have complained bitterly, but I have to log in to see the, the list, and I still hate that feature. I do. I know you're selling my information. That's why it's you not to hard to log in, in but all right. Um, it, but, it asks you to log in well, a lot. It doesn't remember you very. It does long. ask me to log a lot. It doesn't remember me very well at all. But We're not the well, I will say, having now used it in an actual tournament, even though I couldn't get my list in until later just because of the timing with me and the TO, yeah. it works beautifully when you're actually in the thing. Like sure. being able to when have the endpoint right. calculator yeah. right there. Yeah, when the points are right there, like it's we'll really nice when you kill things. You can add them up quickly. Um, that we can wait, ask you since it has both your list in there. You can pull up which objectives you played, who's yeah. red, blue. Like for the data capture, I absolutely love it. And I will look forward to seeing lots of really good data reports that come out of it. For sure. Because as a user, it worked beautifully. So I, I was pleased with it. Yeah, as, as a player, yeah. it's phenomenal. Um, we can talk, I guess, maybe later. There's two features I really want as a TO, and that's mainly just travel groups. And sometimes it, or frequently, I should say, sometimes frequently, it'll put people on tables that they've already played on. I felt like we've had that happen yeah, that a lot as an organizer. So those are, but those are two little features. But as a player, it's amazing. And I'm anxious to see so, how that happens. You know, if you join the. I take it back. One dollar a month, you can actually get in so, on their Discord and talk so about it, beeped. and talk about so it. Getting, this is getting cut. Yeah. But, yep, just cut right out. And the funny thing is, I'm just going to bloop the actual name. I'll let them continue with the rant about the dollar. Just be like, nope. nope, nope. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry, it's not our Patreon. We don't have one, and we're never going to try to push one for you. No. We're better than that. We had some decent emails. Uh, our, our friend Jan Tan sent us some lists, and they're interesting lists. But really, the most important part is he's been a dedicated listener since we started this. Yeah, like day one. Uh-huh. And 21 episodes ago. And he has been studying to become an ophthalmologist. And he he hasn't had any time to play Legion. Like myself, I get it. When you have to work and you got to go to school, there's not a lot of time for Legion. Is that the doctor so that looks at eyes and then still calls himself a doctor? Yes. Oh, wow, that's it's, impressive. It's Good job, Eyes man. are important, Tim. Yeah. So he's been now become a board certified ophthalmologist. I'll so be bored too. God bless him. We well done, love man. him. Well done. So yeah. 
Absolutely. Hopefully, this means future success in your career and a career that will support your. Oh, I didn't see that coming. Yeah. So. That's, that's... <laughs> <laughs> um. So. That being said, uh, we had a lot of conversation about uh, Cody. I'll be real honest. And I named this section Hot Takes with Tim Hannon, where Will is revealed to be an uninformed Cody hater. <laughs> uh, mostly because, you know, why not? But we, so, so we had that conversation, and, and, and I, I get it. Will was disappointed in those command cards, and so it soured him on Cody. But Cody's regimental colors are all what Will's army's painted in. Yep, yep. He loves Cody. His expectations were very high. Well, they were very high, exactly, yeah. But having now played against him and looked at a bunch of lists in our conversations over the last four days, oh, Will is so wrong. Yeah. Cody is really good. I think without the command cards, just as an yeah. actual yeah. I think, yeah, out I think his command cards so are the weakest part of Cody, but yes. <laughs> I but mean, yeah. So I, you're agreeing with me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Half agreeing, <laughs> half agreeing. Yeah. Listen, the, the man who won the Motor City Mayhem in Detroit uh, Robert Freyula, uh, that was his list. It was a Cody list. Yeah, it was. And Cody was the was other amazing. undefeated list at uh, Epicos this weekend. Like, Cody's... and you find them in lots of flavors. Yeah, I mean, so like my opponent against David Jones, like I said, his his mm-hmm. list had three barks, one with the comms relay, which yep. I don't know that I agree with because the bark's not going to stay there long. It can, but you know, it's probably eventually going to walk away to go shoot something. Cars, they can ho- like because it's still director's range too, right? Yeah. Yes. 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 That's, it is. that's yeah. pretty. That's a pretty big val- like it big is. range. So I think it's easier than it you is. think, especially with that base with the sidecars because they slow them down. So in our private chats, we've been talking about putting that in an ATRT because um, you know Gar has a good ATRT yep. unlike the Rebels. Yep. Right. It's true. It's it's true. Wait, Rebels I have mean, an ATRT? It's down there somewhere. <laughs> I mean, I love the versions where you can put Anakin in there. Yeah. Um, you know, Tim, you had a really nice version. You've been uh, kind of waffling, I mean, kind of changing it. Yeah, I went back and forth. Um, I mean, the local I won a couple weekends ago, um, that was a Cody Wookiee list. Again, I've kind of, I, I don't trust those Wookiees, but Cody was not the weak point. But it was a Cody with a single RT. But this, I, I think what I've been looking at is like a Cody... With phase one with some Z6s, because if you're going to... My theory with this was a bit of a tangent, but I think it's important to note. If you're going to be primarily using your Z6s for fire supports, then don't waste the points by putting your Z6s in a phase two. Just throw them into phase one, because you're throwing the same die pool. Either way, you don't care about courage. It doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. You don't even care. Honestly, you don't even care about the reliable. Because you're not using your surge for fire support. It's whatever shooting is using the surge. So unless a friendly clone is shooting, which it's a whole different potato. But yeah. Uh, so I think if you're going to use it for fire support, just use your Z6s in a phase one. But anyway, but a couple Z6 phase ones, uh, fives in a phase two, boil in a phase two, because boil is the new bay. And I'll take that as a t-shirt as well. Uh, <laughs> naked phase two. Two barks with RPSs. And then still that laser RT with a comms relay. And I think the beauty of this is like you, you know, you, every turn, no matter what else is happening, <laughs> no matter what mm-hmm. else, you direct to the RT, which then relays to fives. And then, you know, that becomes mm-hmm. just like the traditional, your traditional quote unquote breakdown of a clone list. And then mm-hmm. you're all set. Now, okay, if you wanted to drop that face, like naked face two and turn that into a, another clone commander, you can. I, I don't think that's 
horrible option. That's fine, but I don't think you need. To. I also don't think you necessarily need fives. I mean, I don't. I don't think I'm, uh, you know, I'm definitely not the expert. Yeah, if you're but if you're yeah, support, if you're fire supporting, you yes, you do. Yeah. Yes, you do. Well, you're, you're still getting the order out with the relay, just to who. But you you're only getting one with, order right? out with the relay yeah. instead of getting two. That second order is clutch. Yeah. Set yeah. reorders a turn. Is, so a second order is so if I'm shooting turn, you, and he's an extra wound for only like fifteen more than a weapon would be. Sure, normally. but if we've yeah, got exactly. laser RC exactly. that we're using to provide cover, like for me, fives is only you're paying a lot of points for a range three unit when you could like stack RPSs and well, you're paying to really make it punch at range. You're four. paying a lot of points for a range three extra health free okay. order unit. That's an extra courage, and it's also a really I, good range I'm, three unit. Eventually, things will be range yeah. three. So I agree. He can't shoot at range four, but if the other half of your list can shoot at range four, that's okay. That's fine. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I know the it, Cody lists that have caused me problems have not had fives in them. And granted, a lot of them have had Anakin uh, to fill that second commander slot. Cody Anakin is very popular right now. And it's oh, very yeah. Good. So in, in my game against David, he kept the things he could shoot at range four in the back, and the phase ones were at range three ish, so they could yep. be. So anytime I shot at a unit that had more than two suppression, he's like, well, "That's not my fire support unit." Yeah. And so like every time I was trying to clean up a unit, it was I was having a hard time with that. But still, it'd be like, "Well, he's got six suppression. Yeah. Don't care now. They're fire supporting." So right, yeah, yeah, I, it works beautifully. Like, I, I like I like that revision. I will say this though to the to that point, Ryan, if you do want to cut out fives, it will free up a lot more points for you that can yeah. then be yeah. divvied up somewhere else. So, I mean, that's, I think it's totally valid if that's something you want to do. But, but I think a fire supporting... your list is at 10 activations. Yeah, it's 10 acts, right at 800. Um, again, I still waffle back and forth of if I want to drop the phase two into a clone commander instead, but we'll see. I don't know. Yeah. For an additional, yeah. I can see it. I mean, even our friend Chris Beezer, our famous Northland carpetbagger who currently lives in Asheville, um, he's no stranger he did, to bad he, take. He went the other but... way, but all right. <laughs> um, he's a he's got a pretty good list. Uh, look at this. I mean, just Cody by himself. No, no extra commander there. Two phase twos with fives in one of them, a Z six in the others. I mean, you know, it's just all all those pieces. That boil is so good. Boil is really good. Some arc strikes with Echo just for kicks and giggles. I mean, I think the yeah. big combo, really, honestly, I think to talk about is the fives is you know give or take depending on what you want to do, but I think the big combo, regardless, is Cody, Boyle, and actually Echo. Not because of the yeah. synergy they bring, but just because of what they can do to help the rest of your list. I mean, you have Cody and Echo both are having lethal. Um, basically search crit, more or less. I know, you know, critical versus search crit, whatever. But basically, more or mm-hmm. less search crit. And so you're having two units that can pierce uh, crits through armor, plus Boyle is keeping either them or someone else alive. And then everything else you build around that is great. And again, I like having the RT for my direct target. Um, I've not been brave enough to try a Cody list without armor. Um or without a vehicle, rather. I, I think it's something you can do. I think he's a good enough unit. I think it's something you can do. I think do, it's yeah. a good enough unit, because that range 4 attack is so freaking good. That the it's laser probably RT fine. is so cheap, it's like, why not? Yeah, exactly. You know? That's my even, thing. Even That's barks my are so cheap. Well, yeah, yeah Barks as well. A little bit harder to keep in range 2, like we were talking about before. But um, 
Yeah, I think, like Possibly, you said, Will, yeah. that art laser RT is so freaking cheap for Impact Three. It's seventy five with the comms relay. Seventy five so. with comms relay. Range it's four. Less than a phase one squad with a it's weapon. A two black and a red. It's a good good attack, man. Like that's. Even just by itself, it can struggle is... to cover if it's trying to shoot other stuff. But sure, sure, but that's when yeah. you fire. Supported. If it gets fire supported, yeah, yeah, exactly. Good. So you're fine. Um, yeah. So, will I have to ask the question? Why are you wrong, and why should you feel bad about it? <laughs> I have heard all of your grievances here today, <laughs> and I accept them, and I apologize to Commander Cody for blaspheming him and next weekend we are going to a store championship and i will be playing cody yeah oh, good, man. Buddy. good man all right good man oh you I, oh man that you had to swallow your pride and take the the really popular commander right now well, <laughs> yeah hold on i'm You're really following yeah, doing what, this what a tough one out of sadcasters to do let's just be honest that is actually hard for us to do <laughs> that's true i feel that yeah I was wrong. Ooh. Uh, oh, Say wow. it Save again. that clip. <laughs> no, we should encourage uh, so him, not mock question, him. Will. If we want to encourage good accountability for our friends, we say, Will, that is a hard thing to say. Thank you, you bitch. But, like, thank you. <laughs> Don't use your weird brain training on me. <laughs> now, my real right. question, Will, is, are you going to be able to play a Cody that you didn't paint? Yeah. Because... Because our, our friend, you know, uh, our friend uh, Michael, like, gave, gave me a Cody to give to Will because because uh, Will didn't go down to us at the tournament. So I mean, and he painted it up. It looks really good. Paint jobs. Yeah, yeah, it looks really nice. So looks really cool. Uh, speaking, I think the last thing we have to do today. Speaking of busted commanders, the news. The news. The news. Oh God, I really did forget about this. Oh no. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so last time we had an episode, we recorded on a sun or a Sunday. Uh, we did all the editing. Like five news articles dropped that week, and I was yeah. like, all about Legion. I was like, where have they been storing these things? It's like, bam, 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 bam. So it's, I, it's it's actually a lot. So we had not talked about Logre. We yeah, we got we got Logre spoiled. Um, Logre is the other second uh, Ewok commander, Bright Tree. <laughs> the other 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 yes. white meat. Yes. Yeah. He has no command cards, but instead they found, I think, a really neat design space for him. Yeah, power. It's build a bear workshop. Power. It's build that's, a bear yeah. workshop. <laughs> Death. That's the that's the workspace for him. He's uh-huh. uh, he's got three training slots and three unique trainings that all. It's not like they're free to where they're just auto includes. Like you get to like Will's yeah. alluded to, you get to build them how you want to. Um. Logre is the capo the Pikes wish they had. Holy cow. Uh, Capos are still really good, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's 45 points. He's only four health, but he's courage three. Uh-huh. Uh, with nimble low profile, which we, you know, kind of expect from an Ewok commander. Mm-hmm. Inspire two. Now that we have the Battle Force uh, rules, which we'll talk about probably next episode, that deserves a longer segment. Yeah. Um, independent aim or dodge for some flexibility, and then aid Ewok Trooper. I had some real concerns about how Ewoks were going to stay alive, and now that we have an aid ability, whoo, whoo, it's zesty. And boy, howdy, er, and, uh, is the metagame happy that he's uh, bright tree only, and you cannot take him as a, as a mercenary. Oh, yeah. Well, he probably can't take a bunch of upgrades, hopefully. You know, that would that'd probably be a bit too much. 
Well, he can take he can take three training, so that's fine. Well, well. It's just forty five I mean, points, surging defense. I mean, he's white die in four health. Yeah, no, I know. And I, I mean, I think giving him, th- yeah, he's only he's only four hit points, and I think giving him three trainings is not the end of the world because he's got his three unique ones. But a lot like other than the non Ewok trainings, since he's only got a range, a melee, two black dice suppressive weapon. Oh yeah, I don't think it's that big of a problem because most of the training slots are about dealing damage which is not what you're bringing low grade to the party for like situational awareness yeah. is maybe the only non-ewok training you're you're considering putting on him is he I, this is one of those crazy places where i think low gray and c3po want to be on maps are pretty dense yeah oh, so they can sure. oh, move and hide behind on walls dense, yeah on dense tables yeah they want to hide behind walls so they can be close to the things but not actually get engaged he's also things. the only ewok with a command slot yeah, he is. Yeah, C three PO and uh, Wicket do not have those, and Han and Leia do, but you know, you know, they're not Ewoks. I guess you could vigilance for twelve points because he only costs forty five. I think you bring yeah. the new uh, Inspire thing. Get him Inspire four. I hate everything about him. <laughs> yeah. All right, so he's probably he's, Inspire four. You're he's right, got I mean. three unique uh, training cards, Tim. Which one do you hate the most? Tell us about it and why you hate it. It's that's a weird way of going across why it's, it's good. Yeah, gotta be the heal one. Uh, I hate that so herbal much. Herbal medicine. I hate that so much. It's so... Ewok bath salts. Get back us. up. It's, it you're, you already have a cheap commander, and now you can, for, what is it, 10 points, you can now... 10 points. Have 10 points. a, f- basically, yeah. scroll down, scroll a, down. just an easy access medic. I hate that. God, I hate that. It It is, Ch- luckily, it is limited to Ewok trooper unit only. That's So it's not like right you can bring... That's not much yeah. better, but okay. Well, you're not you're not bringing like Han or like mul- like the only multi wound thing you can heal is either Logray himself or Wicket or C three PO. So, ah, uh, C three PO is a droid, sir. He cannot. Uh... Oh, is it Ewok Trooper keyword? Not the no. It's it's ah. Bright Tree Trooper. It's just Bright Tree Trooper. I guess you're just removing wounds from yep. him. So yeah, I guess it is C three PO. That's neat. He knows how to fix three PO. That's weird. Yep. Yeah, it's not treat. Um, yep. It's just remove one wound. Yeah, that's wild. Um. It's cool, yeah. I I think there's definitely a build around this to build. I don't think it's an auto include on him. I may be wrong. This is not. This is not. Low grade does not scream a Ryan unit. It is. Is, is there a refresh? It's a queen uh, card. Uh, yeah, Wicket has one. Yes, sorry. there is. Yeah, okay. Wick, okay, okay. Wicket's three pip, maybe. I think one of the bright tree only cards also does it. Not the not just the Wicket cards. Oh yeah. You want to uh, talk to us about uh Yeah, for the tribe gives a free uh recover. Yeah. You are correct. About oh, the secret oh. ingredients will. Secret ingredients. The people. It's people. It's people. people the secret ingredients. It's people. It's specifically uh, stormtroopers, but okay. Yeah. Probably, yeah. So, for 5 points and one of his training slots. At the start of each round, put so one aim or dodge funny. token on this card. Period. At the start of this unit's activation, it may remove any number of tokens from this card to gain matching tokens. Period. After this unit uses aid, it may remove one suppression token. Mm. Those are all separate bits. So yep. no matter what, whenever he uses aid, he removes a suppression. But That's this nice. also just lets you stack up aims and dodges and then be like... Put them all when, onto low gray and then aid them all around if you really want to. Once you close, yeah. He'll take a shit ton of suppression doing it. He'll remove, reduce it by one. Right. Um, 
but he's bravery three. Although I don't, I don't know if each aid is independent. So if it's all the aids are free, or if you aid a bunch of tokens and you add three suppression, you reduce it by one. I'll, I'll need to look at the timing chart for that. Uh, aid has some. Um, you can only do. Yeah. A unit can only be affected by it once, I think, and you can only do one token okay. so. of each type. Yeah, okay. So. so. But still, uh, you're building a stockpile of aims yeah. or dodges as you need them. It's going to make that, that Ewok Alpha Strike really hurt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, his last card is so... This is the one I think we'll see the least of because it's so wombo combo-y. Um, I think getting it to consistently hit is going to be very difficult and to be effective when it does hit. Uh, it, but it's going to be like that place where you get Chewbacca and Yoda together. Yeah. When it happens, it is glorious to watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, basically, it's uh, it lets you exhaust... And during the activation phase, when this is exhausted, uh, you'll discard it after after you're done with it. So you can really only use it once. Whenever an enemy unit is defeated, one friendly Ewok trooper may perform a speed one move. So if you're killing stuff, it'll let you literally leap from tree to tree, from stormtrooper to stormtrooper, and and keep those guys in melee and give you a bunch of, of flexibility. Uh, but you have to be getting cleaning up activations. With Ewok die pools, that's going to be really tough to do. I think on, I think you probably only take this card if you're playing with Chewbacca in Bright Tree. Yeah. And the thing is, you also have to predict that's the turn you're going to start cleaning all this up. Yeah. Because you have to exhaust it at the start of the activation Well, phase. it's probably the Bright Tree 3-pip, but, you know. I mean, or the, the yeah, Wicked 3-pip that lets everybody fight at full strength even when they're dead. Um, but you've got to you've got to do it first. You don't have any yeah. guarantees of anything, and you and once it happens, it's discard the end phase. It's not like I can be like, "Oops, it didn't work." You has you got to be real sure it's about to happen. Yeah, he's uh he's pretty bonkers, low gray. Um, he's pretty cheap. He brings a ton of utility. Uh, but at the end of the day, he doesn't have a lot of defensive tech like C three PO, and he's four wounds on a surging white save. So I think keeping him safe, and I think that command slot is just going to live with uh, the letting core guardian card. And Logray is going to you're protecting him and keeping him safe to the late game is is going to be the the crux of how to play Logray. But the utility on him is is astronomical. Michael Henry and I are having this conversation. We like Bright Tree. We like the interesting pieces of it. I, I like the the actual force build on it. Uh, during that, you know, there's a lot of things you'd be able to do with it. Their biggest drawback is they can't remove they remove one less suppression at the end of a round, right? Which often means the only suppression they would have been able to remove there. So you may yeah. panic a lot more. But I don't, They're, and I will say because yeah. I listened to Legion ninety nine uh, this past week, mm-hmm. and I will say I love Mike's take on that. I don't think that's really a drawback. Sometimes that's going to help you yeah. do a lot of things. I agree with that. You yeah, yeah, you're. You're going to sacrifice actions for keeping low profile kind of always triggered. Yeah. I think there's going right. to be a lot of times they get single actions, but they have a ton of Inspire and a couple of their command cards let them recover suppression. So and, and you've it'll, got be a, it'll be a balancing point Yeah, C-3PO. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you've got some nice things there. But Michael Henry and I are very concerned about Ewok Mercenary. Ewoks inside regular Rebel list. You just bring two of them. But I'm not super worried about that. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Bring the flamen Wicket. I think w- <laughs> Wicket will see a ton of play. Um, I do. And I think uh, not skirmishers. Uh, slingers will see some backline objective play um, as cheap special forces. But I don't know. We'll we'll see. We'll see. I think I'm not sold on tons of like auto include Ewoks as mercenaries outside of Bright Tree. 
Um, I am really looking forward to playing Ewok, uh, Wicket Leia, though. That, to me, sounds super fun when they come out. It sounds like a nightmare. No, thank I... you. No, thank you. I, I just worry about Ewok skirmishers. They're, they're cheap to get a lot of bodies to do a lot of things. Yeah, how does it I mean, feel? 70... Yeah, 70 points. To do, but you do that with the heavies. Oh, that's right. No, I got you right. Kettle calling pop. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean. Yeah. <laughs> Except they're more expensive than, than your army. By two points, um, but he gets an extra. Ewok's get an extra one. Yeah, so. yeah. yeah get the extra, extra ones. And or... like the Ewok Trapper plus the command card where they could do cool things. Like, you know. And Wicket for 70 is amazing. Oh, yeah. yeah. Wicket with cool. Forest Dwellers and Tenacity. That's a 79 points. Mm-hmm. That seems like a good place to be. So, could be uh, well, before we put Tim into more nightmare territory, yes, no, thank I think you. It's time to to end the show. Yeah, and uh, we want to thank you guys for spending your your Ewok time, your nope. your right tree time, your forest nope. time uh, with the Stabcast. <laughs> your secret ingredient. Until next time, I'm Ryan Slawski, uh, reminding you that uh, Tauntauns are going to go on the shelf for a while, and I got I got to figure out a new Good. plan. I'm taking suggestions. He's lying. It's a lie. It's a lie. I'm Wilhelm, reminding you that. I'm sorry about being wrong about Cody. <laughs> I'm Tim Hannon reminding you that uh, Wookiees sadly are bad now, and they've been bad probably for a while, and I tried, folks. I've really tried, but no. Scale just, changes hit them hard, listen, too. It's scale change I, hit them hard. They're just yeah. too expensive. I'm sorry. They're just Those white dice will betray you every time. Mm-hmm. I didn't read you the list that Jan sent us. He calls the furry convention. Well, which we'll has, I already hate episode. it. We I already hate it. Wait, 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 but yes. Bright, bright tree <laughs> conversation next episode. And I've been Fowler reminding you that I do play this game and I'm probably good for the next six months. Okay? That's, that's, yeah, quarterly yeah, games yeah. He's good for the next six months and three toes. Exactly. So he's all set. There we go. <laughs> good night, good everybody. Good night, July's coming I, up. I'll be honest. All. I, I'm going to cut this piece That's out, right. guys, but I'm going to let you know that it is going to be the uh, 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 Jackson going down to New Orleans and Mississippi. Like that song's been oh, yes. three times in this oh, podcast. Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> 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 so, Rightfully so. We're going to start with it. We're going to say the British showed up and then they got shot down and they showed up some more and we shot them again. That's actually a lyric from the they song. They burned our house. We kicked their ass. <laughs> exactly. Dolly Madison stole the furniture, the pictures, and the silverware. And then we got back. And then the hurricane came and God said, I got your back, America. <laughs> and Andrew Jackson found a mercenary unit. That's goddamn right. <laughs> yeah, brought right. them all down. <laughs> the 301st Crawfish Division or whatever from Louisiana rose up. And <laughs> now, now Once again, some Tennessee volunteers went down and took care of the shit. Yeah. Like we did in Texas. And like we did in Alabama. <laughs> hey! <laughs> gong, 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 gong. Rocket up. Anyhow, sorry, sorry, sorry.